Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Bryce. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Cliff Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And be a part of our show today on Facebook Live and YouTube as we will once again be opening up the Pirate Radio treasure chest. Still got a lot of great goodies left inside there congratulations to our winners so far susan deans eric mazell mike ward chad moore john career josh thomas john caton steve hill and dickie steffens we will have more winners throughout this week and next week and we will have one big winner today coming up in our number three we are packed with news and guests on today's program Ken Watlington, WNCT Channel 9, will join us coming up in about 20 minutes or so. Also on today's program, the walk-ons. We announced last week that the Holden Aylers show was coming to Pirate Radio in January. And his crew consists of Jack Powers, former East Carolina defensive end uh Caden Norman former pirate quarterback Drew Dodder former pirate DB we will talk to those guys coming up on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live they will join us at four o'clock uh P Mace Patrick Mason joins us at 4 30 to talk soup and sports and Slim 80 Bryce Williams will join us coming up at five o'clock on today's edition of the show all right we got shirley here we got young joey here chon is to my left and i see young joey has already made a successful edit well done joey made a mistake you bounced back fixed it and we are good to go and speaking of good to go look at the hair on this guy chon honeycutt looking good fresh out of the barbershop baby how you like it? You had that fresh barbershop smell. Have you noticed the last few times that I've gotten... Why is that? The last few times that I've gotten my beard trimmed, haircut, the chin straps is not really a thing anymore. It's getting thicker. It's thicker. Yeah. And th- that's how I want it. I'm like, hey, look, I get made fun of because they say that my beard looks like a chin strap whenever I get it cut. They don't get made th- fun of, per se. When you I call get- my beard a chin strap, that is being made fun of. That is what it's called. That's like saying, hey, you have a mustache. Hey, nice chin strap. It's called a chin strap. I don't know if I like it, though. Well, that, I don't care if you like it. That's what it is. I mean, if but, you come up with another name for it, chin strap. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fresh out of the barbershop. I'm fresh out of the stop shop as Joey's like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Give me something to eat. Give me a bag of chips. Oh, my God. I so said, you know what? I'll get you a bag of chips, and not only just a bag of chips. 
I'll get you the Chandler Honeycut <laughs> convenience store special. Big boy special. <laughs> chips. Which is a bag of chips, Slim Jim, spicy peanuts. I just didn't get you a Coke Zero that I like you usually like. He came in clutch, folks. I mean, come on. Big bag of lays. Not the little bag. Well, no, no sponsor. I mean, but yeah, chips, peanuts, and... I should have got you a Pepsi Zero, and I, and I didn't. And a big old stick. Nothing sweet, I noticed. Nah. For our sweet boy. No, 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 no. He, he asked for a bag of chips, and I was like, eh. And as I was in there, I was like... Let me just get him this. So let me let me let me get him what I usually like from a convenience store. Shout out to here is uh, that. Shout out to Jenny as well. Brought in some sausage balls. I thought they were fantastic. Uh, Joey, your first time eating sausage balls. What's your rating on this? I like them a lot. They're very good. What's your rating? Uh, rating. I do a seven point eight. All right. Cool. Strong. Good. Strong. Strong. Now, Clip Brock does a pretty good sausage ball. <clears throat> And so does my Faja, uh, Clark Honeycutt, does a great sausage ball as well. I did more of a sausage claw. It's like the did size of a Did I bring in my fist. dad's sausage balls one time? Yeah. Did I you ate, like them? I ate several of them. Yeah. If I remember, there was a little kick to them. Yeah, he put some spice in it. Yeah, that's what daddy like. That's what daddy like. He liked <laughs> the spicy. He uh, liked the spicy. Chat gang's here. Kaz, what's up? Tyler. Austin says, boy, that 2024 football schedule looks about as fun as Lyme disease. Austin. Come on, Austin. Austin, you have a negative outlook on life. Uh, Jerry is in the house. But that is one of our news items as we kick off today's show. The home and away opponents announced in the American today. Going to West Point next year. Got Army and Navy on the schedule in the same year. How about that? How about that? Do you like that? No. You don't? No. Having to face two triple option teams? Let's ask Greg Hudson if he likes it. I know the answer. Hell no. He doesn't. Uh, home games next year for the parts. Burp. Norfolk State, Appalachian State, FAU, Navy, Temple, UTSA. Um, I would say very unattractive. Also very winnable. Uh, road games in conference will be Army, Charlotte, North Texas, Tulsa. Also pretty unattractive other than uh, Army and Charlotte. Sorry. Uh, are you going to Tulsa? Are you going to Denton, I was, Texas? I was just about to say, I cannot wait to go to Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's going to be so much fun. Uh, where, where's uh, North Texas? Denton, I believe. Denton? Yeah. What's that near? Don't Could not tell you. Could not even gather uh, a guess. Uh, and in the non-conference, you've got Liberty and... Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Is it Old Liberty. Dominion? Old Dominion. At Old Dominion. Yeah. So yep. Norfolk and Lynchburg, I believe. Yep. Uh, so that is the uh, the schedule of games. We do not have dates, kickoff times, all that stuff. Uh, but we do have those opponents. So we heard Austin's opinion on it. Not very attractive. How are you guys uh, feeling about that? All right. The other big news. Tyler, I like that joke because I've made it quite a bit. Will Army decide what color jersey we, jerseys we wear too? That still bothers me. The Navy <coughs> made us wear a certain color jersey and then whooped our ass here at home. And hey, we just You guys it. have to wear white. And by the way, while you wear white, we're going to beat you yeah. at Daddy Ficklin Stadium. 
that just that rubs me you know sometimes rub me the right way because they were going somewhere west coast right who cares we all no no i know i totally agree I know, who I know. cares we all play games the week after a game i know i i totally agree it's crazy but we, and we found out that like was it after the game we found that out oh baby i think so yeah, it just salt to the wound when you get beat by Navy and then you find out they made us choose what we were going to wear at our home game. Which now, I did like the whiteout last year. That was pretty cool. Never seen ECU at home in like a white uniform, and not just a white uniform, but all white from head to toe. But what have been nice in those white uniforms was a win, and the Pirates didn't get that that day on my birthday. Tell me what to wear. Tell me what play you're going to run. Tell me you just whipped our butts. Uh, Jerry wants to know if AI Chan likes the schedule. Do we have AI Chan loaded? Uh, is it, we got to boot him up. No, we don't. Sorry, Jerry. No AI Chan because yes. no Chan's here. <laughs> yes. Tyler says Tulsa is really cool, actually. <laughs> Drop him out, baby. Let's see it. <laughs> Tyler, I'm going to say that is false by the way didn't texas is in uh is within the dallas fort worth metro area is it now oh yeah all right other big news today and i still don't know what all it means but the ncaa is not allowed to tell players they can't play that has been decided in the courts that they cannot transfer and they do not have the ability to tell transfers they cannot play and not be eligible uh college athletes who are denied the chance to play immediately after transferring a second time can return to competition for now after a federal judge issued a 14-day temporary restraining order wednesday against the ncaa i've talked to uh, a sauce and I haven't had anything confirmed, but to me, this means Cam Hayes will play against Florida tomorrow night. Cameron, uh, Cameron on YouTube says Cam Hayes is eligible for the next 14 days. That's how I'm reading this. <coughs> A lawsuit filed by West Virginia, six other states alleged the rules waiver process violated federal antitrust laws. Hmm. A hearing on the restraining order is scheduled for the 27th. So from what I gather... It, was, it says it wasn't immediately clear whether any of the affected players would try to compete during the 14-day window and what ramifications they could face. Here's my thing. So they're saying, like, if a player plays and later they could be ruled ineligible and you have to forfeit. Who cares? Let's just play the season. Play throw, Cam Hayes. Throw them out there. I don't care. What, are they going to forfeit when we lose in the first round of the AAC tournament? who cares throw him out there i don't care i mean maybe mike schwartz will care take it'll, advantage of this it'll go against his record but that's if they later find that you know cam hayes and these guys were ineligible suit them up let's beat florida does anybody care if our 500 season is forfeited at the end of the year no but we'll, we'll have a fun time tomorrow night you've always said you don't care if we cheat to win I as don't long as we care. win i've seen us not win by not cheating i would love to see us win by cheating i'm with you on that what are you gonna do what are you gonna do give us the death penalty kick us out of the tournament we've been doing that for 30 plus years to ourselves 
What do I care? <coughs> I don't care. Cameron says, with my basic knowledge of law, <laughs> when somebody starts a sentence like that, you know they knew absolutely nothing. At the next hearing, they may place injunction until a court date in 2024, so most likely it will be till February that these guys can be ineligible. Exactly. Let them play. Let them play. Russ says we can still hang a banner. Yes, we beat Florida in some hick city in Florida. Lakeland. Uh, we can hang a banner. The question is, will the banner drop from the ceiling? Okay, that's the biggest question. Because <laughs> we've seen that not happen in Minji's. <laughs> I have seen that personally. You did. In, in person. With your own two eyes. Yeah. Personally in person. Personally in person with my phone. I, I, yeah, I don't. How cool would it be tomorrow night? By the way, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, watch party coming your way. Me, Clip, Coach Mac. Mac McCarthy. Uh, ECU versus Florida. Could it be? That, that, that would just be awesome to celebrate a three point basket by Cam Hayes. We could see that tomorrow night. We could play them. Worry about the. Hey, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. There you go. Well said. Remember that, kids out there listening. <laughs> Just kidding. Kids, don't go by that. This is for adults. I'm talking to the adults in the room right now. Go back to your kitty table, Chandler. By the way, Chandler, on the uh, video, you can't tell you have any facial hair at all. Yeah, it's very slim. Well, I was going to say light. Light. Because I'm not slim at all. <laughs> no, nothing slim about you. Yeah, I know. I'm not slim at all, but yeah, it's very, uh, very dim. It's light. You can't light see dim. it. Sparse. What? Sparse. That's not what I'm saying though. I'm, I'm talking about the color itself, not it's the lack blonde. of hair. Yeah. It's we got blonde. it. We got it. Hey, you ought to see me in the summertime. Why? Cause my hair turns blonde in the summer. It does not. I've it seen you. like Jim you sound like who? Jay Biden. What'd he say? My hair turns blonde in the sun. <laughs> Minnesota! Minnesota! I gotta say, I love our last two presidents. All right, Cameron. Come I, on, dude. I just hope the next guy's older. Like, how old can we go, people? 92. Let's get old. I'm talking like rule the country from the hospital bed old. Can we talk politics for a minute? Can we talk great-grandpas? I want my president old. I want him to be the same age as my grandfather. I want him barely hanging on to life. When I look at my president, I want to say, man, he reminds me of my great-grandfather. <laughs> Who passed away seven years ago. Yeah, more like 15, 20. If he was still alive today. All right, back to sports. Cameron. Man. What did Cameron say? says Chan looks like his mom dressed him to get to Sunday school this morning. Hey, look. Golly. This guy is good looking. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Coach Hud. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it. Uh, but look, me and Cam, me, we, we go back a long time. How long? Uh, about four, about three or four years. Okay. We had some classes together. How do you know it's the same guy? I'm pretty sure it's the same dude. He, he can vouch for me. Cameron, the, uh, the worst fifth quarter caller ever? did you say worst yeah 
as far as no, no, no. Okay, let me take that back. Let me, Whoa, you just called him out. No, he's a good. He's a, he's a very he's a good fifth quarter caller. Worst tweeter ever. Okay, there you go. Cameron, the worst tweeter All right, ever. I, I was about to say when you have to delete seventy five percent of your tweets because your takes are wrong, you're a bad tweeter. No, but I mean, look, I, Cameron, I, you're a good caller. I, I dress myself, and I I feel like I am dressed for the part today. I love this Patagonia pullover, three quarter zip. I wouldn't wear this. To, I wouldn't wear this to Sunday school. Come on, man. I think it's the whole get up. The hair, like your hair, looks perfect right now. Like my mom made me go get a haircut before Sunday school. Yeah, yeah. It looks like one of those for all those barber shops open Sunday morning before church. It is. Yeah, it's Cameron. Cameron says it's, I've matured. He's matured with his fifth quarter calls over the years. Yeah, eh, a little bit. You're just a you're a hot take guy. You are what Very you are. Take. I don't want you to change. I want you to keep being you. Sometimes your hot takes might hit. A lot of times they bomb. Yeah. I've got proof. Oh, we got, yeah, a lot of proof. But you can't say he's a, a bad fifth quarter caller. He's always first, too. He's always, like, number one in line. I love why, his dedication to Why be right when you can be first? Right? If you ain't first, you're last. Another lesson for the kids out there. Kaz said, I don't see anything, but I'll take your word. Yeah, there are some hairs on his face. He's got a few, even though you can't can't see it. All right, we want Cam Hayes on the court. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. Yeah, let's go. By the way, what are you doing tomorrow night? What time? Uh, um, Like maybe 7. I'm going to be sitting in this same damn chair I'm sitting in now. Doing what? You're going to be here after hours? Watching Pirate Hoops. Come on, baby. Watch party. Do we have our food? I can't tell with this guy. I know. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's Do we see have the, our food locked down yet? Uh, I'm more than positive. Um, he uh, said, well, he told me things to say as we're eating it on the air. Okay. So I'm assuming that we will have wings over. Wings over Greenville. Wings over Greenville will be providing us some food tomorrow night for the watch party. ECU versus Florida, me, Clip, and Coach Mack. And I cannot wait. ECU, Florida. Let's pull uh let's pull off a big one coming up. Uh Russ really wants to hear from Jeff Connors. What do you want to hear from me? I'm kind of nasally. I can't I don't know if I can do any impressions. Sorry, Russ. He refuses. What does he want Coach Connors to say? I don't know. He literally just typed dance monkey, so he wants you to, to work for him. I don't dance like a monkey. Yeah, I could see you're a little too nasally. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make the call here. Save it for another day. Sorry, Russ. Sorry, Go Russ. somewhere else. Can I do a Gary Hahn with this nasally? Go to the zoo if you want <laughs> animals to do your bidding. We are not your animals. We don't want to dance. Uh let's see if I can do a Gary Hahn. Let's get down to Tony on the sideline. Tony. Uh, I don't know. And amongst all the <laughs> All right, so we got the NCAA news. We got ECU schedule. Do we have any uh, – haven't seen any portal entries today. No, not today. Last one was Rara Dilworth. We told you about that one yesterday. And, of course, Trip Weaver heading to Austin P as the defensive coordinator. Believe that is all uh, the latest news when it comes to East Carolina players, coaches, leaving, staying. Um, okay, Redbeard. Just sent me a tweet. 
It says the judge ruled that the NCAA can't punish players that play or schools that allow them to play while the temporary restraining order is in effect. Play him. Play him. Play him. Play him. Play him. Play him. If he's not. Play him. Play him. Play him. Yeah, he's in. Now, let's relax a little bit. Put his uniform on the plane today. Because I try to be real with everybody. And not freak out like the Camerons of the world. I try to have a cool, calm, collected thought. Is this guy any good? All right, stop calling out Cam like that. Why? It's just it's, this is a word I haven't brought up lately, but unnecessary. Fine. Anyway, go ahead. Is he any good? Cam Hayes. Yeah. We'll find out if they allow him to play. I don't want to. We'll find out. Do you know if he's any good? I think Why are he- we excited about him? He's played at two power. Should I even say that? So you don't know. Just say I don't know. I've looked at his highlights at NC State and LSU. Well, answer the question. Is he good? For East Carolina, yes. Can he add to the uh, versatility of this program? Yes. The versatility of the program? What the hell does that mean? Oh, you know what I mean. I do not. That's why I'm asking. He can bring a lot Do you know what you mean? I don't think so. (laughs) I actually don't think I do. But he can add a lot to this program, I think. <laughs> Such as? Say something. I, I'm going to challenge you to say something with substance. Give me something. You're just saying words oh, right now. He's a facilitator. He can attack the basket. You don't he know. He can shoot threes. Yeah, you don't know. I've seen his highlights. Tell me what you've seen from him playing basketball. In his highlights? What kind of player is he? Aggressive. Likes to attack the basket. What do you want? What do you want me to say? I don't know. What do you want me to say? I just feel anything, like I feel like anything I say right now, you're going to go. What the hell are you talking about? You've just been so general. I wish you could give me something specific. How he's going to help the? What'd you say? Diversity or the what? Versatility. Say? The versatility of the program, not just like the the team, like the whole athletic program. No, not the athletic program. The program of ECU basketball. What position does he play? Point guard. We already got two of them. We got three of them. Wait, is he a point guard? Oh my god, dude! This is my point. You could just say I don't know, but you had to, you had to just start spewing off words. He's a geared. <laughs> That's what they have him as. Jerry says, please no more Gary Hans Sun Bowl commentary. It's not funny. Who said that? Jerry. Jerry's had enough. Man, Jerry, I'm sorry. I didn't know it fitted you like that. Uh, Austin said nasally may work for a DK impression. Hey, folks, we don't have to have a DK impression tomorrow. Why's that? Because Donnie Kirkpatrick will join us Thursday, 5 o'clock, Pirate Radio Live. The interview. Well. Uh, Steve is in the hospital. What's up, Steve? Hope you're doing all right. Spinal. (coughs) He broke his back. It's broken. And uh, he's going through some pain right now. So I hope he's... uh, Hope he's doing all right. All right. Um, so you got anything on KMAs? Nothing. I have no idea what, who this guy is. All right. Thank None. you. Appreciate you being honest. I just wanted to go back in time and say, no, nah, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> but we'll find out tomorrow night, hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll see him on the court when the Pirates I do play. know he's a geared. He is a geared. For the bird. We got that much. Whoa, I shouldn't have seen that. 
<clears throat> By the way, what was that for? That? Yeah, what's that for? Trivia tonight. Eight AJ, AJ McMurphy's. Joe, are you in? Nah, boss. I got to do uh, I got a project. Nah, boss. To be honest, I have a project. I'm going to be honest. Nah, boss. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Nah, boss. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look who decided to show up. Man. The guy scheduled to show up, Ken Watlington. He will join us coming up next. Nice sweater. All right, we have got... 40 bowls in 14 days. I got two new intros that I did today. Sweet. One for Ken and one for uh, the chat gang, specifically Jamie, who wanted a Blink-182 intro. Oh, sweet. Got that. Uh, we have got treasure chest and a ton of guests to get to and more chit-chat chatter when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Drive a little and save a lot at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They have a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Plus, they offer service to all makes and models in a state-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington and online at Washington Chrysler com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Hey, Shirley. Hey, Clip. Did I say hey to you on the air today? Uh, Briefly. I have to talk to you off the air. You did say yes. she was here. Yeah, you did say I was here, but you didn't specifically say hello, Shirley. I'm sorry. It's fine. I don't, I don't get offended like some other folks in this building when you don't address them. Who are you? John. <laughs> Wait, what? Do you get offended when I don't address he, you? He, he gets he gets upset, and then especially when he wants to say something and no, you don't directly uh, no, say something to him? Up, no, I don't get upset. I just I follow the rules of yeah. not saying anything until I'm addressed. True. I don't get upset about it. Look, let's not fight in front of our guests. Ken Wallington's uh, there's here. There's no oh, fighting. There's, oh, Ken's here. Hey, Ken. What's up, Clip? Nothing much. Hey, oh, hey, Chandler. <laughs> He's quick. He's quick with it. Quick learner. Uh, Ken, how are we doing? Doing well. Doing well. Getting close to the holidays. Feeling festive. Now, uh, last week we gave you a ton of notes on your huge documentary coming up on the 70th, 70th anniversary 70th of WTT anniversary, Channel 9. Yeah. Hopefully you've made all those corrections. And I have. Uh, <laughs> we've got we, uh, inputted all the cartoons you wanted and uh, <laughs> got Captain Kangaroo in there. Yes. We're good to go. Yeah. Um, I really did feel bad about that. Like, And I told you last week, but I thought about it last night when you were coming on again, that uh, when you do something and then people have notes that have no clue what you're doing, it is really annoying. So I apologize. No, e- even the boss... And what about so and so? I'm like, oh, okay. That's we'll a little different. Yeah, but 
Okay. Uh, and when is this airing? Be next Friday at seven o'clock, and then again Christmas Day at five p.m. A, cri- a new Christmas tradition. No, no, one time, one time only. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm never going through this again. <laughs> no, now you're the doc guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm Mr. Do- I'm the new. I'm Ken Watlington Burns. Burns. Yeah. Burns. Nah. Not if you uh, could make a doc, what would you make it of? And I'm going to ask everybody this question in the room. <laughs> uh, the 2002 UNC Wilmington basketball team. Uh, what did they do? They went out and won a game in California in the NCAA tournament, beat USC. Okay. That, I'm, that'd be worthy. But six or seven people would watch. I'm thinking of Drew Nicholas. Yeah, I, I, that was one of the worst moments of my life Yeah, in the following year. Buzzer yeah. beater. Great, great, you know for the all-time Indians in the tournament, but not great for UNCW. Say Indians? Indians. Indians. Okay. All right. Sorry. I I (laughs) didn't catch you there. Uh, Chandler, what would you make your documentary about? Uh, Probably the 2013 CIT championship team, (laughs) ECU basketball. One shining moment. Maybe I'm changing. I'm going with the 2022 CBI champion UNCW. (laughs) There you go. I'm going to go with this. If there's even any video of the games. No, it was on TV. I want a complete behind-the-curtain expose on the Dan Snyder era and oh. everything that happened and and talk to Schottenheimer and even the old ball sack Steve Spurrier. <laughs> uh, Gibbs 2.0. It was bad. Zorn. It was really bad. Jim Zorn hired... He was hired as an offensive coordinator before they had a head coach. Yep. I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not making that up. And they couldn't find the head coach. And then they just gave him the job. Yeah. That's the operation we're running. Uh, Joey, but even though the ownership's changed, the team still stinks. That they do. Uh, the, a documentary on the downfall of ECU men's soccer. What happened to it? Mm, okay. Surely. Either kind of like a. 30 for 30 type documentary on the 2007 Farmville Central women's basketball team, girls basketball team. What year? 2007. Oh, just so you can be in the documentary? Yeah, so I can be in the documentary. (laughs) The uh, uh, director and the host. Yeah, the the director, you know, throw in my play-by-play little soundbite there. No, Um, I would love to do one on the 2015 U.S. Women's National Team World Cup Championship team. All right. There's the docs. We'll have those out for you. Kim, can we get these out? Listen, they take a good uh, two to seven years. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. Be it takes a while. Takes what a about while. the uh, Lucas Thompson documentary? <laughs> I thought about that one, too. That would be more of like a 30 for 30 short. Tyler wants a documentary on comp first time at ECU. Mm. Rough out. Uh, everything else that went down. That I, I wish we could do a documentary on what happened here during comp first time. Where? here where's here within our walls how we were like blackballed yeah yeah that would be part of it yeah that would be part of it yeah okay i want a 30 for 30 on the pirate radio itself that would be cool oh um wow okay uh joey i got an update so last week yeah we last friday we did our oh strawberry milkshake pop tart yeah yeah and oh, did you get an update from Lily? I did, uh, because I brought it home Friday. I said, hey, I need you to try this. But then she ate dinner, and uh, she didn't have it that night. And then after that, I totally forgot about it. So I just texted her, said, did you try it? Joey wants to know how you would rate it. She said, it was really good. I would rate it 10. Oh, wow. oh no. that's a high one. 
out of 100. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I think go. I gave it an 8.2 or something like that. Yeah. So that's that's pretty good. good pretty good. Do you have another one? Uh, no, you weren't here. Oh, sorry. You weren't here. Where were you? How did that event go? It went great. She said yes. Good. Chandler's getting married. Congratulations. Wait, that was your cousin? Yes. Yeah. Um, more. Yep. <laughs> wait, wait. You got to say something. No, he... Whoa. <laughs> He's been married to his cousin. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was like. I totally missed that. <laughs> yep. Totally missed it, but I saw it. There's the right one for everyone. Sometimes Sweet. it happens to be a family member. <laughs> She's down the line. <laughs> Way down. Second. She's twice removed. <laughs> uh, can I mention another TV station? Uh, beat this out. You mentioned somebody on our show last week that you shouldn't have said. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bleep Bleep from WC Bleep 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 uh-huh. uh, will be making his sports trivia debut tonight. And I told him he could team up with Zach Kaplan from Channel 9. And I understand Zach's trying to get Ken to go, but Ken is like this big fish. No, Ken, Ken's working on this stupid documentary. It's got to finish some. It's, it's got to be done in 10 days. Kenner, Nine days. Oh, God. Kenner Herzog. Uh, I'll get out there eventually, I promise. Tyler says PRL needs an office-style documentary. You know, that was – I don't want to talk about it. But that they tried to do that once here. And – I don't know. I was like the real life Jim Halpert, just looking like, are we really doing this? This is the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. But anyway, nobody cares. All right. Here's what I care about bowl games because I did a new 40 bowls in 14 uh, days song today. I did two, actually. And I did this one for Ken Watlington. Let's have him pick a couple bowls. Shirley, can we get the Foo Fighters yes. of 40 Bowls in 14 Days? 40 Bowls in 14 Days, 14 Days, 14 Days, 40 Bowls in 14 Days. Oh my goodness. 40 Bowls in 14 Days, 14 Days, 14 Days, 40 Bowls in 14 Days. You can't do a days. crowd pop, dude. It scared me. <laughs> What's happening? Days. Ah, that just threw me. Crank it up, Charlie. stadium by the Foo Fighters. The, and your performance going straight to Cleveland, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well done. Well Sign done. me up. I, I definitely have to uh, start previewing these things before <laughs> because I played it. As soon as I heard the crowd pop, my immediate first thought was something else is bleeding through the board. You gotta trust, and I'm looking and me. I'm looking and you didn't look at me and I was like, Big what trust. is going on? Big trust. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you doing that, though. Foo Fighters, one of my favorites. Now going to see him twice next year. Had an extra date added, so I'm a little groupie. 
That, hey, look, there's uh, worse bands to be groupies. That's true. That's all I'll say. Jansen says, my new favorite 40 Bowls rendition. Good work. Hey, wait till you hear the Blink-182 coming up later. All right. All these bowl <laughs> games. No? <clears throat> no. Okay. What song did I use? Was it not the one that I... No. Oh, wow. No. It was, uh, it was something different. Uh, new Mexico Bowl, Ken. Fresno State versus New Mexico State. Albuquerque, the meth bowl. The Breaking Bad Bowl. <laughs> coming up this Saturday. Do you like the Bulldogs or the Aggies? I got the Aggies. Home state, have a little extra crowd, you would think. Yeah. All right. And Fresno State's head coach, is, is he's uh, on a medical absence or something, right? Or am I just dreaming that? I thought I read that. Jeff something. What's his name? Tedford? Yeah. Is he still there? I don't know. Uh, well, Look, it's your game. <laughs> I, don't offer, I don't offer any information on these games. All you do is just pick. pick. Yeah. New Mexico State. Yeah. How about the L.A. Bowl hosted by? Jimmy Kimmel? No, not anymore. Gronk. Really? Gronk. That's pretty cool. Uh, is it? Sure. All right. UCLA versus Boise State in Inglewood, California. Inglewood, always up to no good. 7.30 ABC, Saturday, December 16th. Uh, they play that at SoFi? I guess. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> they actually play in the forum. <laughs> in the Great it's Western it's Arena game. <laughs> uh, I, I got UCLA. All right, going with Chipper. By the way, Jeff Tedford. Jeff Tedford. Okay. He's the head coach for Fresno State. I think he's on a, he's on a, he's having some medical issues. He's on, he's on a leave. If not, you just uh, put that on him. Which <laughs> Sorry is about very that, unfortunate. Yeah, very, very unfortunate. Ken, uh, we had a discussion with Mac yesterday. I get it for the players and everything, and we're going to talk to some guys that have been to bowl games uh, here, or a bowl game, played in a bowl game, uh, in a moment when Jack Powers, Drew Dodder, Cade Norman uh, join us. But for the players, it's great. For the school, it's great. The coach is great. Like, for me in a gambling pool, it's fine. But my whole thing is East Carolina, like 15 years ago or whatever, back-to-back conference championships – and the prize, the grand prize is playing in the Liberty Bowl. That's that doesn't excite me. Like they have no chance to to play for something bigger, which is why I I don't like the bowl games. You got all these guys opting out. Yeah, I, I'm I just don't think it means a whole lot. And I think it's going to get worse with the 12 team playoff. As far as these other bowl games, yeah, yeah I mean it's going to be like it is now to me. I mean. The good thing is, and somebody said, I agree with you, Clip, it would be great if, which now you've got something, if we could win our conference and go to a playoff. Yeah. Well, you're going to have that opportunity. It's a it's a slim opportunity. you got to take care of business pretty much every week on the field, but at least you have that opportunity. And it's not slim, because last year Tulane would have been in the playoff, right? Been close. Yeah. You had to go. I don't know how the rules work. Yeah, yeah. So it's the highest ranked group G of five, five yeah. champion, right? So yeah. yeah, you got a shot. And this should be Liberty. Yeah, Liberty Liberty getting uh, getting waxed. Emma says Jeff Tedford is on medical leave. Tim Skipper will be coaching the bowl game. I'm not as dumb as I look. Well, no, you're absolutely not. But. <laughs> When you talk about a man with medical issues, I'd rather you be 100% than 85. (laughs) Uh, So there you go. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I'll watch these games. 
i'll be in a pool i'll, I'll go swimming like chandler honeycutt but and be good at it but they're all just exhibitions i'm way more excited about an early season game against an acc team against hell app state or marshall almost than i am these bowl games yeah but on the flip side yeah you have all your stars opting out so then it's the guys it's the next up it's the people who are probably going to be your starters next season kind of in a glorified scrimmage against another team in a similar situation so maybe you look at it like that you have some fun with the whole Naylor show premiering in january uh with the walk-ons i wonder if these guys will uh i'm gonna ask him a hypothetical has a player ever left a bowl game during the game (laughs) i'm opting out first quarter i wonder if they would be willing to talk about that if that ever happened not saying it did but if it did that would be wild right jack had a uh nervous smile on his face he's he's not paying attention to us he's doing something (laughs) on his phone uh we'll talk to those fellas coming up at four o'clock one more segment to go with ken wadlington we'll get a uncw update somebody in the chat called out your shirt i like the classic look to it i liked it because it was cheap jamie says can we take up a collection to get a more exciting uncw sweatshirt for ken i got i got plenty in the i like the classic look i gotta i gotta save one for this weekend i'm going to see carolina kentucky and atlanta but i'm gonna wear my uncw shirt oh just troll the kentucky fans while we can ah they're playing in atlanta yeah the cbs sports classic ohio state ucla unc kentucky a big friend of mine he and his family all went to carolina like you want to come down to the game i was yeah, sure i'll go to atlanta it's his name antoine james <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. that'd be cool right yeah. take a break come back more to go ken wadlington we got the walk-ons coming up hour two also soup boy patrick mason bryce williams hour three very busy edition of pirate radio live back with you after this Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's rather has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio. Perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia on Wednesdays with our very own Clip Brock. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Kenny says, Clip, don't forget about us on Facebook. Sorry, Kenny. It wasn't a forget thing. It was uh, I was not notified Facebook was back thing, but glad uh, we're back live on Facebook uh kenny asking earlier is chandler from west virginia west of by god virginia no he's from uh samson county i'm from eastern north carolina he's in eastern north carolina legend. southeastern north carolina southeastern uh mike p <laughs> said shaking my head does ken like all the schools in north carolina except east carolina no 
Okay. <laughs> Asked and answered. There, there are many I do not like. <laughs> Join the club. Um, Jamie said, Ken is the Queen's University of Charlotte season ticket holder. Big time. Love him. Just made the move to D1. Got to support him. What is their nickname? They are the Royals, I believe. Okay. They should be the King, the King, Queen's Kings. Would have been cool. Queen's Royals? Is that what we're saying? I think. ECU played him in baseball. Remember that pitcher threw like 180 pitches? Yeah. He was a dog. They play that in Kannapolis, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Look at us. We know things. He uh, was a hoss, too. Hoss daddy. Did y'all uh, see Draymond last night? Punch that guy? Yeah. Nurkic? Am I surprised? No, it's Draymond. <laughs> oh, yep. He said he, he didn't mean to. It's an accident. He said he doesn't flop on the court. Oh he, uh, he flops with his arms. That was his uh, excuse. <laughs> That's how he draws calls. Have they announced a suspension? I haven't seen one yet. Three years. <laughs> Come back. Three years. Um, yeah. He uh, he did a helicopter punch <laughs> on that dude last night. <laughs> Didn't look like it was pleasant. Uh, he's already choked somebody out and punched somebody in the face this year. Yeah. He's uh, he's going for the full bingo card. <laughs> if he puts a guy in the figure four. <laughs> the frog splash. Right at midcourt. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, coming up in a moment, we've got Jack Powers, Drew Dodder, Caden Norman joining us on the show. And during the break, Jack was talking about, he said, New Year's Eve. And I thought Jack was going to invite me to a cool party. I was like, all right, what are we doing, Jack? He's like, Commanders 49ers. Oh, Jack, who cares? Now that sounds like a party to me. Ken, how nice was it Sunday to not have the Commanders playing? One of the best Sundays I've had in a long time. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching Red Zone. <laughs> I'm enjoying the games, not worrying Until about the Cowboys won. But you know, most of the Sunday was good. Well, the Eagles lost. That's true. It's 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 fifty fifty, right? Yeah. Nobody cares. But I had a uh, a miracle of all miracles Monday night, and I wasn't even paying attention to it. Um, and again, nobody cares. It doesn't matter. Sure, we care. But in the last five minutes of that Titans Dolphins game, you had Mostert scoring two touchdowns, Henry scoring one, Hopkins scoring one. I had all those guys, and I won by four to make the playoffs. Wow! All in the last five minutes of a game, it was insane. It'll never parade. happen again. Uh, we're gonna celebrate with the <laughs> airing of your documentary. It's gonna be all to the same time. <laughs> everybody tune in we're doing it together seven o'clock next friday uh ken what uh have you been looking at sports wise here of late uh you know just just your regular sunday slate of football saw a little basketball sunday down in wilmington gonna see some basketball this weekend in atlanta wilmington played a scrub right they did beat montreat by 69 nice performance from the seahawks what a treat yeah uh with the win over montreat i'm uh yeah i'm about ready for some conference play although i am excited for thursday night east carolina taking on florida and we talked about this at the open of the show and ken you are not a lawyer but you look intelligent (laughs) i got you all fooled can you put your glasses on i'll do it you look a little smarter thank you with the glasses. You look like it should say law at the bottom. <laughs> it does, yeah. UNCW Law. <laughs> yeah. um, the one and only graduate of UNCW Law. As far as we know and the wording, Cam Hayes should be on the court for ECU tomorrow night, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's no punishment. But let's check with the real lawyers first. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We'll run it by somebody. But from what we read, uh, there will be no punishment during this this period this 14-day period then what happens but 
in the wording it says let me let me read it again because redbeard uh tweeted it to me it says the judge ruled that in, the ncaa can't punish players that play or schools that allow them to play while the temporary restraining order is in effect even if the case is eventually decided for the ncaa yeah so that means for the next 14 day window these guys should be able to play but then when the window's over do you lose a year of eligibility we, we got something over here for you clip big time sticky note situation we got courtside don joining us oh boy here we go halftime don part of the uh the halftime crew has now moved up to courtside He's upgraded <laughs> uh what's up don how's it going guys good hey, what's don. up man Look, I, just just one short thing. You know, I have put all of our knowledge together. Halftime Steve and Cliff and everybody, and I'm going to tell you right now, Pirates in the NIT this year, guaranteed. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Now, Don, I like your optimism, but did you watch the games against Northeastern, USC Upstate, George Mason? You know I did. You know I was there. You saw me in person. Why are you asking that question? You saw him. Well, how are we going to make the NIT? With uh, we're going to have to uh, pretty much run the table here coming up. Not to make the NIT. Mark it down. NIT this year. ECU Pirates. What if they don't, Don? Then what's going to happen? Then there'll be an NCAA tournament. I'll bring each of y'all a dozen chocolate-covered donuts to the first baseball game. How about that? All right. So either uh, either NIT or donuts. That's right. That's right. You give them if they don't make the NIT. Courtside Don, uh, good to hear from you, man. We'll see you at the next home game. Yeah, I'll see you. I'll be there, buddy. I know you will. Thank you, man. There he is. Courtside Don. Calling in. Great to hear from NIT guarantee. NIT guaranteed. Fresh off a loss, but... I like it. I like the confidence. The optimism is high. I'm going to take that to mean ECU beats Florida tomorrow night. I think that's the first step in making the NIT. Step 1A was beating UNC Wilmington. Big time win. Who will be a postseason team. Step 2 was UNCW beating Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Step three. And not losing to Montreat the week after. <laughs> Step three. ECU beats Florida tomorrow night. Boom. Easy peasy. All right. Uh, Ken, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, I got nothing. Yeah. I just loved your Foo Fighters song. That was great. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was good that stuff. Was for you. Uh, Ken, we do have a show next Wednesday. We hope you will be here. Let me think. Uh, yeah, I'll be here. You don't have a Foo Fighters show to go to? <laughs> no, or? no, no. Not till uh, May and July of next year. All right. Uh, right in the middle of the Braves beating Shohei Otani and the Dodgers. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I don't even think about that. Uh, all right. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate y'all. Enjoyed it, man. We'll yep. take a break. Come back when we return. The walk-ons. Jack Powers, Drew Dodder, Caden Norman. The host is here, too. And maybe a special guest as well, Holt Naylor's. Uh, we'll talk to those guys. Holt Naylor's show coming up in January. And uh, we'll talk all things sports, pirates, and more when we return. If you got a question for the crew, get that in right now on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Take a break, come back, more to go after these words.
are listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. uh, Thinking about takeout tonight? Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit FamiliaNC.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Brandon Johnson. Welcome back to the show. Clip Rock here on a Wednesday, hour number two. Hanging out with the walk-ons, the whole Naylor show coming your way in January. And these guys will be a part of that fantastic program. Jack Powers, Cade Norman, and Drew Dodder joining me here in the Pirate Radio studios. What's up, fellas? How you doing, Clip? Doing great, doing great. And, uh... You know, Holden could just come in here right now, and I could leave, and y'all could do the show for the rest of the day. I mean, that is a possible. Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Um, So yeah, I was here for a test run of the show, and again, I'm still disappointed it's not out for everybody because it was awesome. You guys did a great job with it, but uh, let's just talk about your excitement for the show and what the show will be about. Starting with you, uh, Caden, and I guess uh, Holden said you guys have been kind of doing this off the air for years, right? Just talking sports. Now you're going to do it for an audience. Yeah, it's usually on the the headset on Xbox playing Fortnite. That's how I usually do it. But uh, no, me and Holden have been talking about it for a while. It's like, hey, when I get done playing or I get some free time, let's let's you know let's let's do a podcast. And I was like, all right, let me know when. I'll do it for fun. Let's let's get after it. So pretty excited to have it. And Drew and Jack, two other guys that you know. It's exciting talking with them, too. <laughs> two, two QBs, two guys on the defensive side. Jack uh, just wrapping up his time here at East Carolina and still rocking that sling. First of all, how you doing, man? Doing good. Got two more weeks in the sling, and then I'm out. So uh, just looking forward to get back healthy. And, Jack, we saw your personality, your wit uh, with the Power Hour, which I thought was amazing and really enjoyed that. And now you'll be bringing some of that to the Holt Naylor Show. Yeah, for sure. Excited to bring some juice to the show. Um, additionally, I just think that we have a different kind of aspect and view on some things that people want to get some more info on. So being able to just talk about that and, and talk about our experiences and current events and stuff like that, we're looking forward to for sure. And uh, Drew, first of all, I've never talked to anyone while they're inside the transfer portal. What's it like in there, man? What's, uh, is it room temperature? Like, I'm glad you asked about that. Uh, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people, when they associate the portal, they associate it with, like, this player did not have a good time at their school or, like, they hate the coaches. But it was nothing like that. Uh, I'm just pursuing my, my master's, and uh, school can be expensive when you're one of the walk-ons. So um, <laughs> just uh, pursuing um, my masters just trying to get it the cheapest way possible me and coach houston uh me and coach jules like we also have great relationships and i know they'll help me at any time so it it, it was nothing like that yeah i mean that's great insight everybody has a reason for going jack you entered and came here to east carolina uh so yeah not that i thought there was anything wrong but thank you for explaining that but (laughs) how about uh your role in the show drew you're not only going to be chiming in but also learning the uh, the technical side of it too right yeah i'm still learning uh i'm gonna be the producer role of the show uh still got to work out some kinks there but i'm working every day uh holton's kind of leading the way w- with that then i'll take over work the cameras 
uh, the video sound, all yeah. that. Just do my best there. Uh, guy, I do want to ask a little bit about your playing days and things like that. Caden, my question for you. Were you on the 2020 roster? Yeah, it was my last year. It's 2020. Okay. My question is, because uh, I was thinking about the, the the false positive COVID test, Mason Garcia starts. <laughs> like, Was that the closest you've ever been to getting game action? Like if something happens to Mason, were you the next man up that day? or was nah. it... <laughs> No, not that day. My closest years of actually getting action – was 2018 uh so my sophomore year holton's freshman year uh that was the year where we had reed herring played a lot of the year then he got hurt and then holton started coming in and then there's a few times that year where i was <laughs> he just he just did a little story there's a few times that year people didn't actually know i was the number two guy behind holton the, the ending of the year and there was a moment against Memphis where uh, Holton went down for a second, if anyone remembers that, and he was laying on the sidelines, and I was about to go in the game. And everyone told me I was taking the snaps on the sidelines. So my hands were shaking. And, <laughs> and then Coach Mo runs out, uh, I think Darius Penix for a Wildcat. So uh, it wasn't the closest time. I actually played in three games. Uh, I played a little mop-up time against State that okay. same year. Played against UConn, need the ball that same year, 2018. And then 2020 or 2019, I want to say it's 2019, we're at ODU. I went in and held two field goals. So. All right. So you got time <laughs> uh, as a holder and mop up and almost in the middle of it all. If uh, if Holden just wouldn't stay down. Sound Did you ever tell out. him, like, stay down? Or were you saying, hey, get up? I don't want to go in this game. Uh, <laughs> everyone thinks that in Memphis game, I was telling him, get up. But uh, I would say, you know, I had a pretty big role that I thought at least at the signal caller that I was actually in every play you know I was I knew the play before Holt knew the play and uh you know coming in I I knew it's gonna be pretty hard to get on the field so I was like hey what's the best way possible for me to like make a you know make a difference or you know make a contribution and uh, I learned the playbook very quickly coach Mo's staff was like hey you know you have a pretty good talent you're pretty smart uh you know would you like to be the signal caller one of the signal callers i was like yeah and then coach houston's staff came in and i was like hey i kind of did this on the last staff <laughs> trying to convince them and uh you know they, they said hey go ahead so i was excited about that not a lot of people know the name of the signal caller i would say you were one of the most famous we've ever had here so. uh yeah i would give that credit to uh that first staff they let us have a lot of freedom and making the signals and me and holland did a lot of like little Fortnite dances big things that were popular we had the conor mcgregor so we had a lot of freedom with making the signals and that that stuff uh jack and drew my question for you guys you win as a team you lose as a team but when a defense is giving up seven and ten and thirteen every week and the offense isn't putting up the points you know how frustrating is that to that side of the ball and you, you, you try to keep the peace, I'm sure, but what is it like in those meeting rooms on defense? Like, man, can these guys score for us? Like, is there any of that going on? Just do your job. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I feel like as a team and as a defense, it's our job to make them better. You know, we have team periods Tuesday and Wednesday where we get to go against each other. So, um, I mean, every Sunday we'd get back in the film room and we would just focus on doing our job. What could we do to help our team have the best chance to win each week? And that's what you got to do. And uh, I think that's why, and you guys addressed this a little bit on the, the test run where there was not 
much infighting or stuff like that going on with this team and and drew you can speak to that as well not the year you wanted wins wise the defense was uh phenomenal at times but uh didn't have the wins you wanted last season uh i think a frustrated defense is not a good defense so i would say coach harrell coach weaver coach jules uh coach dallas all those coaches they did a great job of keeping us on task on what we're supposed to do and getting our job done and yeah like obviously like we want to win but at the end of the day, you can only control what you can control. And I think the defense did a great job of that. No doubt. No doubt. Talking to Caden, Jack, and Drew today on Pirate Radio Live. Holt Naylor show coming your way beginning in January. And uh, we'll talk about that more in a moment. Can uh, Let's talk about some more names uh, in the portal. And and why, why didn't Mason Garcia work here at East Carolina? Why did that whole experience not turn into wins and yards and points? and things like that. Anybody have an idea why? I think that might be a question for Caden, but I think at the end of the day, he was just trying to do do what's best for him, and, and you know, if, if that's if that means leaving, then that's what you got to do. Um, but Caden, do you have anything to say? Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, sometimes it works out for players, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, some schools work out for for some reasons, and some schools, they just don't work out. Um, you know, we played with a couple guys that just didn't work out here that worked out somewhere else. You know, Gardner Minshew being one of them. He was on my first year here. Um, so there's a lot of different things that could, you know, come up to, you know, did they did they fill the mesh? Did they not fill the mesh? Uh, but we'll see what happens uh, when it, you know, we go, when he goes out to this next school, wish him the best. You know, I played with Mason for two years, you know, nothing but fun times with him. He's a funny guy. Uh, when you get to know him a little bit, but wish him the best at the next school. Yeah, I was going to say, just great teammate, great player, obviously super talented, um, kind of a lead-by-example type of dude, but just great guy, great friend, great teammate. Yeah, I remember interviewing Gardner Minshew during his time here, and at times I was like, man, this guy's confident, bordering on cocky, and I'm like, why? Why is he acting this way with the numbers he's putting up and the losses that are piling up and then he went somewhere else and i realized oh okay because he is that good <laughs> we just couldn't really see it all here uh but a very interesting guy carter Minshew. yeah right? he was he was very interesting but it was all authentic you know people ask me like even when i when i've told people like hey, i played with him before and the, the, when i work in my you know my work to day in and day out i was like no that, that's all authentic you know he's a real guy he actually came in through the walk-on system as well and one thing i always respect a uh, story from him was he looked at me one time, he's like, hey, what's your goal here? You know, you're a walk-on, do you, do, you, do you plan on playing? And that was my freshman year, I was like, you know, yeah. You know, he kind of inspired me, you know, if, to be honest, like if you're a walk-on, the chances of you playing are very low. I mean, he pretty much told me that straight to my face. He's like, find your role. He's like, if you don't find your role, then try to find a different school. And, you know, I found my role and I loved East Carolina and, uh, you know, wouldn't regret it. But I, I always remember that conversation of, hey, find your role no matter what it is. Great advice. Drew, I uh, got some names here in the portal, including yourself, but uh, Taylor Jackson, maybe the biggest name from an impact standpoint. We saw uh, Ra Ra on the field some as well. Tegan Wilk played some good football here before getting injured. Uh, on the offensive side, Isaiah Foote, Richard Pierce uh, at O-line, so, and Xavier McIver and Schufer got in as well on the D-line, but uh, as far as these names, like who, who's the, the biggest impactor to, you think, losing from this defense with those names? Um... It's tough between, I'd say, Tegan and Taylor, just from like a leadership aspect. I mean, Taylor being a middle linebacker, I mean, that's a big part of the defense, and losing that hurts. But uh, 
we got depth, and it's just time for another person to step up and make plays the same way Taylor did. Yeah. And, uh, and the same way Tegan did. A lot of names on this defense, Jack, but as Drew just said, a lot of depth. Good to see uh, Big Tay returning, uh, obviously, to that D-line, and uh, we'll see who steps up at linebacker. And we saw guys step up in the absence of Tegan Wilk last year, so kind of the next man up mentality for you guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, like he said, that depth on defense is critical. And that's something that I think we had last year, so it's good to see. But getting that core D-line back is huge for us, um, starting with Big Tay um, and then getting Eli back, Surad back. Those are all big guys to get back because I think that's going to be the core and heart of our defense once again. And really hoping uh, Blake Harrell is back as well. We did see one name leaving from a coaching standpoint yesterday, Trip Weaver getting his first defensive coordinator job. And I'll say I don't know him as well as you guys do, but uh, Trip's uh, to me, a great guy. And I- I've never heard a player speak ill of Trip Weaver, so maybe I will today. No, maybe I'm- Drew and uh, Jack hate Trip <laughs> Weaver. I don't know. Uh, but what do you guys think about Trip and-, and him leaving? I'm really happy for him. Um, he's one of those coaches that cares about you as a person, too. He's always welcoming us to his house um, around Christmas time, summertime, getting a barbecue with him and his wife. Uh, just a great family. And then he was also the coach of the kickoff team, which is where I kind of got to work with him the most. And just an energetic, fun, like you want to play for that coach. And that's the kind of coaches that you want around your program. So nothing but good things to say about him and just wish him the best of luck there. Most definitely. Uh, coach Weaver, like, I'm always remember him as like just – pure electricity like every <laughs> practice like every snap like he's in your face if you make a good play bad play like he's there so uh yeah i think that'll be a big loss from a ecu but um like i said it's just another time or another chance for someone else to step up i think it's a compliment to us when every you have a sure. position coach go and get a dc job somewhere else you're absolutely doing something right for sure yeah uh caden uh you are cerebral when it comes to uh, what you guys were having a conversation about who should the next offensive coordinator be and you you did your homework on that it was very <laughs> impressive not the guy you said but uh impressive nonetheless do you keep up with the portal as far as quarterbacks go because if you do kudos to you because there's a million of them but yeah how do you kind of keep up with it all and then what do you think about east carolina trying to bring in a guy yeah you know the portal nowadays it's like what thousands of players in the portal now so it's kind of hard but the quarterback position is something we need here at east carolina it's you know obviously i played quarterback you know i spent time in the quarterback room so i know we need it so i did some research and i was like hey like who are some of the guys that are still out there that aren't the big names and a couple of people came up to my mind, you know, A.J. Swan being one from Vanderbilt. You never know if when you're in that lower tier SEC, you know, do you make the jump laterally or do you make the jump maybe down to like a G5 where you might get some playing time? So A.J. Swan was one. I know he played split time uh, two years ago at Vandy, did pretty well, had some injuries last year. He was one guy that stuck out to me. But one guy who really stuck out that I saw JMU was targeting a little bit was Matthew Sluka from Holy Cross. And absolute electric passer, absolute electric rusher. Actually, 16 total 100-yard games in his career uh, rushing. So there's a couple guys that I would think, hey, they might vie for an ECU spot. So those are two guys that stick out to me. And then one last guy that I'm hoping, but I think he might go maybe more of a bigger school, but EJ Warner, Kurt Warner, yeah. from Temple. 
That's Here's another guy. I'm like, geez, can we can we get one of those three guys? We'll Played see. Last year. I had yeah, some big numbers against the Pirates. I know. And a wild one uh, in uh, Philadelphia last year. Um, yeah, and didn't Holy Cross's coach, did he go to James Madison? Yes. I think he did. And we're starting so. to see more of those yeah. things too, right? Like bring in a coach and they bring in their guy. Yeah, like they, they were a pretty good team this year. And I figured, you know, that's probably what he's going to do is follow his coach. But if we can make some push at a guy like that who's you know lit up the fcs and then when he played the division one schools like army and played I don't know, they played one other division one school this year i can't remember but uh bc that's who they played very close games and they lost by three points each game which you know you never know hopefully we can make a push out one of those three guys uh jack you said you will be uh heading home for christmas for the first time in a long time and that's because due to your bowl schedule uh, of years past so what bowls so you guys went to the military bowl unfortunately didn't get to play in it i was not here for that one actually so i came in right after that oh okay so you weren't here yet okay uh so you did get to play in last year's bowl game yeah of course uh what bowls did you go to with uh the wolfpack my freshman year we went to the nova home loans arizona bowl in tucson uh and then both my sophomore and junior year one of them was COVID. i forget which one we went to the boise idaho potato bowl (laughs) slightly underrated bowl you guys laugh at potato bowl (laughs) Boise is a great college town, uh, a young, clean city. It was like a lot of fun. It was over New Year's. Um, so I think Coach Norvell gave us a curfew one night on New Year's Eve. Got to go out a little bit, which was fun. Cool. And then my last year, my fourth year at Nevada, we went to the Quick Lane Bowl in Detroit at Ford Field, Ford which Field. was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, my first year here, Birmingham Bowl, obviously. So I've been lucky to go to five bowl games. Wow. Um, also excited to be home for Christmas for the first time in six years, though. Yeah, that's really cool. Where is home for you? Northern California, just outside of Sacramento. And if we have time, we'll talk Niners here in yeah. a moment. <laughs> but uh, they uh, they are looking strong, Love I will it. say. I will say. All right. Um, and, Drew, what, what was that experience like uh, for the team, heading up to a bowl game and not playing in a bowl game? That was a uh, problem, right? We somewhat knew it was a possibility, but yeah, it was weird, um, especially when you really believe like you're going to win that game, and then you go in and don't play. And it's sad seeing that some of those seniors thought like that was the last game they right. were going to play, and they're preparing, working hard for almost a month, and then they don't play. So that was sad, honestly. And, hey, you got to, to finish the story last year, winning a bowl game. So that was very exciting. I brought up the hypothetical about a guy leaving during a bowl game. Was it? No nah? comment. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they'll get into that on the whole Naylor show, uh, which debuts in January. Because, uh, yeah, you guys are going to peel back the curtain a little bit. And Holden talked about it, that he was uh, a big mouthpiece for this team and was very politically correct i don't think he out and out lied to us but he didn't tell us the whole truth and some of those truths might come out uh, on the whole naylor show which you guys uh will be debuting in january and can we talk about the setup at all or do you want to keep that a surprise so you'll have uh kind of your own your own studio for this thing right yeah holden wanted to choose like a kind of like a living room setup where it's a couch and everything so we got a pretty good spot at one of our buddies house and uh you know, we're going to design it with a couple of our own memorabilia, a couple of the our favorite teams and stuff. So we're really excited about it. Sit back a little bit. Sit, you know, shoot it, shoot the shoot. <laughs> I'm glad you said shoot. <laughs> hey, we're on live radio. I know. <laughs> shoot Mike's the hot. shoot. <laughs> hot mic. Uh, yeah. So and Jack, you've had some experience doing power hour and stuff. So this is right up your alley, right? Yeah, a little different power hour. When Jarrett came up to me and kind of introduced uh, me to the idea during fall camp. 
Um, it was more of a video thing, which now we're going to be more in a sit-down setting, talking and stuff like that. But nonetheless, um, looking forward to this podcast for sure. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to give the listeners some stuff that they want to hear, which is important, obviously. Um, but Power Hour was great, and we had a lot of fun with that during camp. And I know Holden wants uh, to have the ability for people to call in, and, and you want to make it very interactive, which we like to do here on this show as well. He also talked about some of the guests he had lined up, including Harold Varner and Frank the Tank Frank from the Barstool Tank. Sports, who had a meltdown uh, Monday night when his Dolphins lost to the Titans. I mean, the Dolphins are, are a good spot for him, but Mets fan, like you got to feel for Frank the Tank sometimes. He, he goes through it in the sports world. Frank was right. He's always right about his uh, his New York Mets. Caden, uh, I know you guys talking uh, some picks, gambling, stuff like that as well. Yeah. Just very popular now. Yeah, I love the, you know, the picks this weekend. You know, excited for bowl season to get going. Uh, you know, excited to, you know, love player props, love the game. So college football is what I like the best ever since I stopped playing. I feel like I know that better than anything else. So with the season ending, stinks a little bit. But I really like the NFL player props, and that's what I get into when uh, you know college football's done. And you had a uh, Jalen Waddle prop that I don't think hit that week against the Commanders. I think he had like 55 yards. I think he needed a few more. Well, hopefully next time the Commanders keep it close enough so they play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're getting your ass kicked uh, and they take out the starters, it certainly hurts your player props. You should have followed my Brandon Cooks prop. I should have 49ers <laughs> minus three in Philadelphia. What? Oh, I, yeah, no doubt. I had that. In fact, no we look. we uh, we make place to play. Come on, we make picks every Friday, and we and Joey brought up something new where we can double up a pick, and I was so confident about that Niners pick you that I doubled it. it up. Yeah, because I, I look, I, I have a soft spot for the Niners. For I like Shanahan a lot. I like Debo. And so they're fun to watch. They're extremely Not fun even to watch. Not being biased, like yeah. the offense, they have so much firepower, and then the defense, they fly around Fred Warner sideline to sideline. It's a fun team to watch. And I hate Philly. I hate Dallas. So by default, I basically have to pull for them to win the NFC. Because yeah. if not, it's going to be one of those teams. I don't like to say we because I'm not one of those fans. Like I'm not in the building putting in the work for the 49ers. But as a 49ers fan, it was just great to see those those two teams go down 42 points on each of them. Love to see it. Well, MVP as much rock. crap as Washington's given me over the years, it's we for me because I've been in it. <laughs> they have ruined my life, and I've got stake in it at this point. Uh, all right, Caden, give me a winner or two for this weekend. Winner or two. I like Ohio versus Georgia Southern. I think uh, I want to say it's a three-point line. Really like the Rourke, uh, younger Rourke there. I know the older Rourke plays for Jacksonville. I followed Ohio growing up. My cousin actually played there. Um, you know, I almost went there myself. Uh, so, do so you I, remember the ECU Ohio bowl game? I do. Who were you rooting for? Ohio back then. Oh, I, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The quarterback was uh, Tettleton, son of Mickey Tettleton. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah. So, I actually, like, back then, I really didn't follow ECU until uh, I came here my freshman year, but now all my loyalties with the Pirates. Of but, uh, Love the Rourke brother quarterbacks. They're both back-to-back at Ohio. I think Ohio uh, pulls that off uh, this weekend. Right. I'm a victim of Ohio in a bowl game. The Ooh, Idaho Potato Bowl. First Potato Bowl. Yeah. Nevada versus Ohio. Rourke. Man. It's just tough sights. So you didn't get that potato ring? <laughs> I got one of one of the two. We, Is there a potato played, on the ring? We played Tulane. We dump a, a jug of fries on our coach. <laughs> Jay Norvell, who's now at Colorado State. Great yeah. guy, great coach. Got a fry dumping on him. Wow. Just bunch of fries did uh, it was freezing so i'm sure the hot fries actually felt pretty good did jay norville take his hat off when he talked to you 
I believe so. Okay, good. Because he uh, he made the news this year. That was a lot of that was a great game too. <laughs> yeah. Colorado State. I think Colorado the news game. was all a little intentional or unintentional. Um, like I said, Coach Norvella is just a very respectable man. So man, so none of that I don't think was intentional. Nah, Drew, you got a uh, player prop this weekend? You looked at it yet? Let me see that. Paper. Or or you could pick a bowl game for me. Oh shoot, I'll pick a bowl game. Yeah, I need winners. Put you guys to work here. <laughs> um, shoot, I'm going for the big ones. Playoffs. I got, <laughs> I got Texas versus Michigan, and I got Texas You're, winning it all. You got Texas winning the whole thing. And oh, you yeah. got Michigan beating. All right. <laughs> Don't look. We'll talk about it. You this. got Michigan beating Bama, Texas beating Washington. Now, you said Washington is going to win it all. Yeah. I'm always about the, you know, I, th- I like quarterback play, and I think, you know, Penix is the best quarterback out there. Um, he showed big wins against Oregon twice. I think the Pac-12 goes out last year with a big, uh, big milestone punch. Jack, did it feel like you were playing a a playoff team week one against Michigan? Like, could you tell a difference in level? Well, I, there? I respect every opponent sure. that I play for sure, but getting on the bus after the game, I was, I was surprised. I did not feel like I was going against a playoff team. Hmm. Now, granted, like obviously great players over there yeah and a lot of respect obviously it's a top program in college football history but when i got on the bus i didn't feel like they were a playoff team with that being said drew alabama i'm taking it i'm here we can talk (laughs) about that on the podcast we can put the bets on the podcast but wouldn't you also say that a team week one is never the same team as week 15 16 and that's why i'm taking alabama (laughs) hmm you made his point for him unintentionally. Thank you. Uh, more of that stuff coming up on the whole Naylor show in January. Going to be a lot of fun. I uh, can't wait, guys. Looking forward to it. Y'all have a, uh, a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and and then get to work because I need to hear y'all show. So. Right. Thanks for having us. Happy hey, holidays. Enjoyed it. Yes, Appreciate it, Clip. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. Patrick Mason will join us on the other side. We'll talk soup. We'll talk bowls. We'll talk soup bowls. Talk football, pirate hoops, and more. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, we got guests in and out today on the show. Thanks to Jack Powers, Kate Norman, Drew Dotter for joining us on the show. The walk-ons, they'll be a part of the Holt Naylor Show coming your way in January. And really looking forward to that. Back live in the Pirate Radio studios with Shirley Rhodes, young Joey, 
Chan Man and P Mace. Patrick Mason looking sharp here on a Wednesday. Patrick, how you doing, man? What's up, boys? How's it going? Good. Your hair always looking sharp. Yeah. You do your own hair? No. I finally got it. Well, I mean, uh, you know. You do it up. Yeah. I finally got a haircut, I think, yesterday. So it was much needed. That thing was super long. Haircut gang. Yeah. Chan got one, too. I need to join y'all. That's right. Uh, Kaz says, can't wait to talk soup. Jamie says, I loved talk soup on E. He says, John Henson was the best host to talk soup i love john henson i feel like we've talked about this before uh um, was that what was that the one with uh joel McHale? yes joel McHale was later okay. uh john henson had that weird spot in his hair i remember that i'm trying to look at all the hosts on the soup i just remember it with joel McHale. um the soup where are the hosts names joel McHale. aptly named show for did me. hal sparks also host at one time i think so surely i was a big fan of hal sparks loved joel McHale. ah here we go greg kinnear oh, yeah. john yeah. henson i would say john henson was my favorite hal sparks aisha tyler yes aisha tyler okay. suzanne summers rest in peace Oh, was a guest. I was talking about the host. Oh, you're going to read all those names. Aisha Tyler, also the host of Whose Line Is It Anyway? She took yeah. over after Drew Carey. That's a good show. Yeah, I haven't seen it since uh, Drew Carey left. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I like the Drew Carey. I can't. And it's funny because we all we you all have your thing you're used to. I like the Drew Carey Whose Lines. I don't know if I can watch it without him. I don't like Drew Carey Price is Right. Yeah. yeah, because that's always been Bob that's Barker. That's Bob Barker. I that can't is, yeah. watch Drew Carey. So, like, it's not a personal thing. It's, you know, how I feel comfortable watching a program. It's like Family Feud. You know, everybody has their favorite Family Feud <laughs> Ray host. Combs. Ray Combs was mine. Ray Combs is ours, Shirley. That's I'm glad right. we're in the Ray Combs crew. I love it, you know, and I love now a very strong close second, Steve Harvey. But I love Steve Harvey as a comedian. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of his. So, others were um, <laughs> dude from Home Improvement, Al Borland. Oh Al yeah, Borland. the guy that played Al name. Borland. Yeah. Uh, of course, the older generation had Richard Dawson. Yeah, Richard Dawson, and famous for flirting with the ladies. Yeah, getting some uh, some smooches, some touches. <laughs> uh, who else are we missing? There had to be more so it went from dawson did it go right from dawson to combs or is there somebody in the middle i want to say there's somebody in between i have to google that up too patrick any uh any soup news anything new on the soup front do you have like feeds that you follow or get alerts yeah i've actually today it's funny you say that because today i was going through um i was just i just googled like i need some new soup recipes um and i found one it's like a it's kind of like a cream of chicken kind of thing so kind of basic but mm-hmm. um i don't know i was just watching the video you know they're making the roux and then you pour in the broth and you get it i mean i'm i'm all bored i'm probably gonna make it tomorrow all right can i oh i did miss one um oh i missed two so you've got richard dawson and then ray combs after that was louis anderson <laughs> forgot about that forgot about louis i forgot anderson. about louis Richard Karn is Al Borland's real name. Yep. Mm-hmm. John O'Hurley. Uh, Jay Peterman. Jay Peterman. From Seinfeld was a Okay. Host. Totally forgot about that. Steve Harvey has been doing it since 2010. I didn't realize he had been doing it that long. And Peterman was an awesome Seinfeld character. Oh, that... 
that Tic Tac episode, <laughs> the episode where uh, Peterman was almost driven nuts because somebody was walking around with a thing of oh, Tic Tacs in his pocket. Yeah. Oh, That's that was one good. of the funniest things I've ever watched. <laughs> it was so ridiculously simple, but it was funny at the same time. What was the big hat that I remember? Elaine! Uh, Shirley, who was the studio announcer from 2010 to 2015? For Family Feud? I'll give you a hint. He was in a boy band. <laughs> Stop it. I did. I don't remember a, a it, voiceover uh, or studio announcer guy. It was Joey Fatone. Shut up. Really? Steve Harvey! Never knew that. I know. I mean, because you never saw them. Like Price is Right, you'd see them. You'd see the announcer guy once in a while. Yeah. Like Rod would, Roddy. Rod Roddy. Yeah. yeah. Come on down. And like Jimmy Fallon has that announcer guy that kind of sits off to his side uh, on his late night show. Jimmy like you don't Fallon. see you don't see these inner you know announcer guys all you know on screen most of the time. And I don't remember ever seeing it on family feud man rod roddy is a legend yeah rod roddy was a legend have the sparkly coat and oh everything. yeah them big glasses patrick clip is cam hayes playing tomorrow night i don't know it'd be interesting um i'm gonna be watching for it i uh i think it just comes down to how he's practicing right like and he has been uh, my source who i talk to said he, he's been preparing and practicing and everything as if hey you might be playing next game kind of thing right so if that's the case i expect him to to be there yeah i mean if he's in the workouts doing his thing and if that was what it was just be ready whenever this ruling comes down because you know everything we've talked about the team had no clue when the ncaa would make a decision and then now they come out with this and say you know you got what 14 days to to do your thing so I mean, I'd love to see him out there. I know Florida's kind of a tough start for that, but, you know, if he's practicing and doing his thing, let's just throw him out there and see what he's got. Let's do it. Uh, apparently, that according to what we have read, and uh, Redbeard sent me an excerpt, that the judge ruled today that NCAA cannot punish players that play or schools that allow them to play while the temporary restraining order is in effect, even if the case is eventually decided for the NCAA. Which tells me these guys are going to be playing. Yeah, and there's some weird two week kind of. It's a 14 day yeah. Um, window. Yeah. So it's just it's odd to me because I'd love to see him play, but it'd be weird if he he comes in the lineup and plays, and all of a sudden it's like, all right, you know, you're done. So uh, I don't know. This whole thing's just really weird. It's all stupid. It like, is. The, the whole NCAA. everything is stupid. Yeah. Like, sports really is. If you start peeling back the layers, stupid. Stupid. It's like, what are we doing here? Let's just play the game with the people you got. And that's what I like. I like the games. I like talking about the games, watching the games. And that's what we'll be doing Thursday night. Myself, Chan Man, and Mag McCarthy, who has led a team to the Sweet 16 as a head coach, will now be hanging out with me and Chandler watching basketball. Some good company. That's what it's all about. Can't wait. A guy that coached Terrell Owens and Charles Barkley. And Chuck Person. And beat NC State here at Minji's. Went to the Sweet 16 with Chattanooga. Is now hanging out Look with out. a couple of uh, yokels here on the radio. The Chattanooga Lookouts? Are you that, shouting out minor league teams? Yeah, because I, I just love that. that the, <laughs> Lookouts. The eyeballs? Yeah, the eyeballs. It's it so a, awesome. It's a cool hat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, P-Mace, Patrick Mason joining us. Patrick, uh, man, fun atmosphere Saturday in Minji's. It was. Uh, Pirates gave up way too many open three-pointers in the first half. 
were able to battle back as they always do in the second half but just could not convert at the end and uh you had a turnover tough pass from bobby to ezra but ezra caught the ball yep and then dribbled it out right yeah short said he was kind of gathering and, and lost the ball so yeah that turnover i think yeah, there was a one. missed shot then yeah. another turnover on the inbounds play and then i mean that's it yeah and that all happened in the final 20 30 seconds and we've talked about you know who's gonna take the big shot for east carolina in that case, I think Bobby took one, I believe, a runner. In the lane, yeah. You had the pass down to Ezra. Did RJ have a shot as well, late? I don't know, late. Like a drive, maybe? Uh, maybe not. Maybe, maybe in the final like minute and a half he yeah. did. But. Uh, but could not hit it when you needed to. Yeah, and I think right now Bobby's kind of taking charge of that you know ball-dominant player for them, and he he has the confidence enough to score, which he's shown, and I think he's he's getting to know his teammates enough where he can make that pass. And I, like you said, I think it was a good idea to get the ball to Ezra down low. I mean, he's you know a foot from the basket. It's just it just didn't work out. But yeah, they yeah. made up seven points at halftime, and then the entire second half was a one-possession game basically. Yeah. And it, it, it look it made for a fun day, but you got to close them. You got to got to win those when you get a chance. I saw an article, and I think it went by like the BPI. Do you know what that is? Anybody I'm not exactly sure what it stands for? No, um, some kind of rating. But it had Florida as like a, a fourteen point favorite, something like that. So there's no line on the game that I've seen yet. If there is, let me know. But uh, I think that might be a little insight on what it could be tomorrow and i think florida's six and three and i'm not saying like you know ecu can roll but i mean florida's lost they're not some world beater right now i know they're a good team but you know it's it's a gettable game i thought they played obviously unc wilmington really well they played south carolina strong so i mean i don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means pirates plus the points tomorrow yeah let's go i mean you got to yeah i I like that i'm all over that even though they're away from home and they usually get drilled away from home, like they did against George Mason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only road? Is that the only road contest this year for the Pirates? Yes. For the Perp? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see a line on this either. They do not uh, go on the road a lot early in the year, Chan Man. Do they have any more road non-conference games? True road non-conference games. True road. I'm going to say no. They got Delaware State at home. They got East Tennessee State at home. And then they got FAU on the road. It'll be conference wow. play yeah. on January 2nd. So this team is not prepared at all to go to FAU. <laughs> Number 15 FAU. But even if they did prepare, it wouldn't matter because FAU is really good. Really, really good. We got a. I'm circling a game, Chandler. I'm circling Tulsa at East Carolina, January 7th at 3 p.m. Must win game. Now, why is that? Because it's a must win game. Because they're not going to beat FAU. They're not going to win on the road at Temple. So they got to win that game. You don't think Temple's gettable? Of course they are, but they're on the road. They don't win on the road. I don't know if we we know that about them yet. He does. Patrick. I don't know if we know that. You know who you're talking about? You know who you're talking oh, Patrick, to, Patrick. When you were a young boy in <laughs> right, Illinois but this is or... a different. This is a different oh, team. I am a different team. of the belief that this is a different team. You hear this guy? He said it's a different different team. team. Yes, <laughs> Patrick. I right? will give this this new this new staff this new iteration of ECU basketball a chance to prove it to me before I just say, no, you can't win on the road. All right, I will not. <laughs> that, that's fair, but I. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I, I got to see it. I, I think this team can go out and win. I, I think there's just the group of guys they got. They just thrive on being like that villain, I think. I think I like it when people, or they like it when people are yell, you know, yelling at them, and I, I just feel like they like that. How, where do you get that from? Just I, Not maybe, from maybe, the maybe. George Mason game. Yeah, that, that that was just a weird game. How? I, I don't know. I, that was that, it's it, pretty it was, damn normal to me. I don't know. EC was playing football that day. They were probably fucking. No, that. It, that was just a weird game. They're, they're still learning how to play. This that team is wildly different now than it was two three weeks ago. I think what from the ECU basketball we saw in the beginning of the year, those first two weeks of the season, even like Bobby Pettiford was like, you know, I don't know what he's doing on the floor here, and now he's a totally different player where I'm comfortable with him doing anything he wants. So, so, I, I didn't feel I good. Love, I, I didn't feel good about beating Ferrum by 30 points just with the mistakes we made. And I was like, well, it's the first game. I felt really good when we beat Campbell. And then you go on and you lose against USC Upstate, and you're going, oh, man. Then you lose against Northeastern. Then you beat UNCW, and you're like, oh, man, this is a, this is a great win. UNCW goes and beats Kentucky. Then you're like, man, we just beat a team that just went on and beat Kentucky. And then you go to George Mason, and you know, it's just like up and down, up and down. Every single non-conference schedule for ECU basketball, there's never like consistent winning where you can go, all right, we have something here. You have pieces in that non-conference schedule where you go, all right, what do we have? What are we seeing? Is this a successful basketball team this year? Then you go on and lose to George Mason by 22. You beat UNCW, who's a really great basketball program. It's been the NCAA tournament. And it's just like up and down, up and down, up and down. So, did you just like say something, hit rewind, and repeat the whole thing over again? <laughs> just backing up. I don't know. It's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> exactly. What What I'll say to that is, look at if we it's look at all the if we look at all these games, how many have they played less than full strength? Jaden Walker missed some games. Brandon Johnson. Brandon missed Brandon Johnson games. was out. Ezra missed a game. I, I just, I don't know. I think they're still in flux. I think they're still trying to. They got to learn how to play together, and they got to get everyone on the floor at the same time. If Look, you got BJ, uh, Ezra, RJ Felton on the floor at the same time, that is a very, very different team than. Without. And then maybe tomorrow night, Cam Hayes. I love the players. I love the team. I love. I, I like ECU basketball more than any other sport. It's so much fun, and I believe they could beat any team on the schedule and lose to any team on the schedule. So I'm not. Yeah my the the character i'm playing right now is guy that has been watching ecu basketball for decades yeah it's hard to you know you're ingrained right now you yeah. you felt this for forever yeah. and and I, I get it yeah but then now i'm telling you there's no hope <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here guys but i do love the the back and forth that's good all right when we return we will debut a new 40 bowls in 14 days blink 182 edition Got that on the way. Patrick will pick a bowl game. Let him pick the Iowa game. No, because he'll just pick Iowa. We'll do a different game. We'll do that. Wrap up hour number two. Back with you after this. Basketball season is Bud Light season. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, 
Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. They're open every day and they have two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top of the line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol free high octane gas country mark fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline and bud light reminds pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now let's head back into prl here's clip back with you pirate radio live on a wednesday shirley joey p mace chandler left who cares anymore Wait, did he tell us that he needed to leave? He just told me he was leaving. <laughs> and just bounced. Uh, I mean, Patrick, you were there. He I was. was like, I'm leaving. He said, I'm going to get some soup. Well, that must be nice. I, I guess. You just leave whenever I mean, you want to during the show. I don't get to leave. I was told I was never allowed to leave again. You could leave. <laughs> that explains the, the cot you have underneath your desk. Just yeah, leave. because Orchestanza. the last time I left, it that was the... the west debacle no if you left right now i could take over for you no you couldn't that is false surely you can leave anytime you know why you don't leave because you respect yourself yes and you respect your co-workers yes and we have a show to do so we have to be here till six yeah but not everybody abides by that all right we got to take a uh a break soon but before we do uh jamie you wanted a blink 182 40 bowls in 14 days song uh, let's hit it right now. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. Sorry. 40 bowls in 14 days. Black in a little too edition. early. That was good. Sometimes you got to just find that emo inside. Yeah, you just got to let it loose. And all that angst. Yeah, I was listening to like a, I don't know what it is, what kind of band, like alternative rock band I used to listen to like in 2008, <laughs> Motion City. I've been on a little kick for them, but I'm just like, man, like you don't hear this kind of music anymore. They don't make it like they used to. That's what they say. All right, Patrick, we love our independence. So let's go to Shreveport and celebrate the Independence Bowl. Texas Tech taking on Cal, Red Raiders, and Bears. Ooh, okay. I'm going to go Texas Tech. Not sure why, but... Who's your favorite all-time player from Texas Tech? 
Yikes. I have no idea. I used to love playing with them on NCAA in the 2000s because he had that spread offense. That was good. And just go uh, four wide and either direct snap to the running back. Used to used to spread it out and run. I loved playing with Oregon on that game. They had a really good like RPO system. Mm. And like at, at that time, Madden didn't have the RPO. So you're talking game. probably like the latest yeah. iteration of the game. Because I could never figure it out, that out. I was in a, um, a an online league with Name Redacted. Mm. And we all had conference usa teams or american whatever we were at the time and i had tulsa and name redacted would kill me with that rpo and i was such like an old school player i never adapted to the rpo <laughs> yeah like i was just i was still running the option like i was like that was the cool thing in 1999 oh when yeah. they introduced the lateral in a game that uh, was fun so i i was behind the eight ball i'll say with the younger guys in that rpo but when that new college game comes out next summer, we got to get on something like that. Yeah. Got to bust out the sticks again. Yeah. Pick up the sticks. That's that was right. fun. All right. Um, Jamie really enjoyed that. Said he's going to rewind it and listen again. Eric said that version makes me want to dress up in full emo gear, watch bowl games in 480p because <laughs> no one gets me. <laughs> I love that. You got to get the grainy element to those games, you know? I used to uh, to listen to that kind of music and even gangster rap. Like in the early nineties, I'd be cutting grass on my riding mower yeah. in front of my middle class home. That's and right. Like, so I even <laughs> understood at the time that like this is not my life. But it's but, just kind of like a mood you're feeling. Like, yeah. You know, just like the energy. That's what you need. Like, what do I have to be so angsty about? Yeah. Like everything's great in my life, right. but you still enjoy the tunes. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. One more segment with P. Mace and Bryce Williams because we'll talk some pirate football. We'll update you on the portal. We'll talk about one of Bryce's fishing buddies getting a new job and get his thoughts on that and have more for you. Pirate Radio Live. Oh, we got to open up the treasure chest and make you a big winner here on a Wednesday. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. Stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich with chips, or everyone's favorite, the fried shrimp plate. After work, down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinners and drink, uh, dinner and drinks on the patio. Join Down on Main every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Down on Main Street on Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a busy Wednesday. We've had a lot of guests in and out these doors. We've even had employees in and out these doors. Chandler Honeycutt. Yeah. Who's not here. And bounce. Shirley Rhodes is here. Young Joey is here. Joey, you going to hang out with us tomorrow night during the game? Yeah, you in? Uh, 
work tomorrow, so I was thinking I'll stop here before. Then, uh, All right, out. cool. We'll be watching East Carolina and Florida playing hoops. Coach Mack will be hanging out with us during the watch party, so come watch the game with us on a Thursday evening. We'll be enjoying some wings over Greenville, and we'll find something to give away to you as well. All right, Patrick Mason hanging out for one more segment, and let's welcome into the show Bryce Williams. Baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. It's a brand new man. Here on a brand new day. We appreciate you moving your schedule so we could talk to Cliff Godwin yesterday. Welcome in, Bryce. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, guys, let's talk pirate football. We got some news today of who ECU will be playing in conference games. Have you seen that yet, Bryce? No, no. Good. I love breaking news to you. Yes, sir. So, East Carolina, here's the home schedule for 2024. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. Norfolk State, Appalachian State, FAU, Navy, Temple, UTSA. Those are the home games. Huh. Nothing to write home about. No, the App State will be. Yes, looking forward to that one. one. UTSA is good. We'll see how good they are next year, but they got cool uniforms. I'm cool with that game. Does Frank Harris return for an eighth year? Does he have another year? There's no (laughs) way he's got another year, right? That dude is. I can you know finish a doctorate by now. The away schedule is Liberty, Old Dominion, Army, Charlotte, North Texas, Tulsa. That's the slate of games. Man, mm. we got a schedule. <laughs> we do have a schedule. <laughs> That's... Now, you, you piece together some uh, some parts on offense. We've got a winnable schedule. Let's I think so, that. yeah. It's a, you better go to a bowl game or Mike Houston's not here anymore schedule. Yeah. yeah. I think that's pretty, pretty fair to say. Uh, especially after the comments of John Gilbert recently where he said the baseline goal is to make a bowl game compete for the conference this feels like a schedule you should be able to do that oh, now definitely. again not with the offense we saw last year they're, they're gonna have to to retool that and and i want to get into some of that as well and and take a look at who has entered the transfer portal not much news bryce since we last talked to you last week rara dilworth the only name i've yeah, seen this one. week so uh that puts us at 23 in the portal Man, are they? Let's see. Uh, the majority have been punter, kicker, DB. So, so on offense, you've got five O linemen: Foot, um, Copeland, Samples, Allen, Pierce. You've yeah. got a quarterback in Garcia, a running back in McKay, and a wide receiver in Agnew. Again, the only position on the team not to leave right now, Bryce, is the tight ends. The tight ends, because tight ends are people you can trust. That's right. People that exactly. have loyalty. You know, they f- can make plays when the ball's thrown their way they can do that as well uh on the defense you got two d linemen shuford and mciver you've got four linebackers hayes young taylor jackson the biggest name and dilworth and you got three dbs and wilk daughter moss there are a handful of specialists as well um taylor jackson obviously the biggest name anybody else really jump out to you uh patrick as far as this portal list um well first off taylor don't call him cuddly uh (laughs) 
<laughs> were you you remember that oh i wrote some column and called him cuddly yeah he like looked cuddly that, that, was, that was hilarious <laughs> um <laughs> um honestly nothing really like nothing is a, a dagger to the defense yeah. you know i mean rara i think he started the first seven games didn't play after that due to an injury um so they you know filled up his spot but same know, with tegan wilk yeah went in as a starter got hurt found some replacements yep so yeah like i said probably on this list nothing uh, is too scary I, I wouldn't say big news uh well news tay johnson returning deontay so that is good news to have him oh yeah on the inside uh blake harrell still here as of this taping uh live show you know revel jackson ibm those guys still here that is a positive yeah. uh one guy not here bryce is Trip Weaver? I know. I taking the D that. coordinator job at Austin P. I know. I what, te- what'd you think? I was bummed. I texted him. I said, obviously, congrats on it. But now, but I said, but I am bummed because now I won't be able to take you fishing. So, oh, yeah. you can take him fishing, all right. You know what I mean? Like a Godfather, take him fishing type thing. <laughs> like, you sure you want to leave, buddy? You sure? <laughs> no, I may need to try to get one more trip out of. You want to get off this boat? You're gonna be putting I on the pirate pictures. hat again. I have pictures. You got you got some dirt. <laughs> yeah. no. Got an envelope tucked away. Yeah. <laughs> trip, uh, and and you see it in players, and yeah, guys can lie, I guess. But man, it seems like every player that's played for him really likes him. Yeah. Uh, you know him personally. Uh, seems to have almost a 100% approval rating. So uh, everybody's most happy definitely. for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. You know, Jake texted me, uh, you know, saying, mentioned where Tripp's going. Um, you know, it's a D.C. job. So, which is great. Obviously, he's trying, I'm, I'm assuming you're obviously trying to build um, build up to, you know, I guess, hire, or build his, his career, I guess you could say. Um, but I'm excited for him. Like I said, but I am bummed that he's in, will be, was it like near Nashville? Where is Austin P? I I was going to say, I'm not sure. I, I think it's in Tennessee. Because I was looking into that it. That sounds right. They're in the Ohio Valley. It's in that. Yeah, they're so, playing the FCS somewhere. Yeah. There. Clarksville, Tennessee. Yeah. Clarksville. And you can get you a Let's Go P shirt, Bryce. That's always fun. Yeah. P-E-A-Y. Let's do some, uh, some map work on Clarksville. Let's see where we are, guys. Let's zoom out a little bit. Uh, okay. We're uh, a little bit northwest of Nashville. Now he's near Kentucky. Is that Kentucky right north of Tennessee? Yep. Yeah. He is right on the line there, Bryce. Man. Bowling Green, Paducah. So there you go. That's uh-huh. a good geography segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, yeah. Uh, what state would you like to visit in the future you haven't been to? Mm, like to probably like really like ex- do outdoor stuff and probably like Georgia would be fun like you've never been to georgia Texas. well i never like to like explore like like a place i'd like are we talking to hunting right now yeah oh, okay. i relate to is pretty much well isn't the wildlife the same in georgia as it would be here i think so but i think they have hogs and like oh that would texas be would be fun you know to do kind of like the aerial out of helicopter hog hunting stuff yeah you get like a belted oh. machine gun or oh, something yeah. right and just mow those things yeah down. so <laughs> they are a menace though right oh yeah yeah most definitely when we went to texas real quick we went to texas for one of those football uh road games and i saw that advertised everywhere it's like you know i guess it's big with bachelor parties but you can just get oh, on a wow. helicopter and just mow these yeah. like wild hogs down That's, yeah. i was like this is a different world for sure that makes <laughs> some pretty good eating too do you eat those things i think so. i think more of the younger ones smaller sows i think the boars 
can get a little tough. No. But I, I, you know, they donate the meat and all that stuff, so mm. it does go to good use. Patrick, where would you like to visit? I want to visit somewhere like Northwest. Um, I would love to go to you know Washington. I've been to Oregon one time, but even I don't know. I'd love to go to like somewhere remote, Idaho, Montana. Just yeah. get a cabin and just. Have just, you been out with Shane to Idaho yet? Uh, we went not to, well. We went for his wedding yeah. in Sun Valley, which is that's a beautiful place. You know, groves up in the northern part of it. Um, so I need to. I'd like to try and get out there. It is beautiful out there from the Snapchats and stuff we get from them. During the break, uh, Patrick was talking about something he wanted to do, and he's now he's going to make it his New Year's resolution. And um, I like it because it's very attainable. It's not like I want to lose forty pounds or right. kind of the typical. I want to get like super jacked. He wants to. He's got a guitar. He wants to learn how to play the guitar. Uh-huh. I think that's a good New Year's resolution that you can set goals for and you know by july yeah. you're playing some tunes yeah that, that, that's my goal i had this thing forever and i don't know how to play it so i want to learn the thing um that i heard about like sort of playing instruments stuff it's like 10 minutes a day for i don't know if it was like a year or something like it's all you need to really actually i guess as it maybe wasn't quite expert level but like 10 minutes a day you'd be for 365 so you got to do it every day just like the repetition yeah but only 10 minutes it doesn't sound that daunting really it really doesn't yeah just plop on the couch pull it out for a little bit yeah it was something along the lines of that it didn't take much and then you'd be you know very Mm -hmm. Shirley. can we get patrick saying plop on the couch pull it out a little bit just as a (laughs) soundbite thank you Uh, just just for future use (laughs) bryce do you have an easy attainable uh goal Mm. Uh, no, I didn't. I haven't really set any goals. I mean, it's still you know mid December. You, you got a couple December. weeks. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I made my first Honor. lasagna over the weekend, and it I've was, never done that. I've never made lasagna, and I, I usually stay away from the oven. Yeah. But now I think twenty twenty four is going to be the year of the casserole for me. I'm going to be a casserole, casserole guy. Casseroles are good. Yeah, I love a casserole. Oh, for sure. I like stuff that's all mixed together. Me too, man. Yeah. I, I yeah, I was watching. Uh, monk recently and he's got these um these issues what is it attention de- no no um where everything's got to be in order OCD, like, like yeah he's ocd oh, yeah. that's not right and you got to put that there. Uh, but uh he just said he didn't like his foods to touch i'm the opposite oh, total opposite. i want a damn royal rumble of yeah. all my food together most definitely monk what a good show uh yeah i'm just getting into it i'm a huge psych guy yes me too uh, that's psych my is show. one of my all-time favorites me too. I'm, I'm trying to get into monk um all right anything else on the football front uh so east carolina has a had a quarterback visiting oh did you get the name on that patrick i will get it off the top of my head all right it is a quarterback named caden hauser uh from michigan state he is uh visiting east carolina this week so They've got their feelers out to a lot of yeah. folks, Bryce, and uh, going to bring some guys in and hopefully pick the right one or two. I think we need more than one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Michigan State QB coming in. Won't be too bad. Yeah. Especially if they want to get, you know, lead with the run game. You know, we're, yeah. we're better than look to the Big Ten. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Uh, we got any quarterbacks we can get? The no, they, don't, they don't even have any. They're on like their third, <laughs> and he's brutal. Uh, bowl games begin this Saturday. We'll do a 40 bowls in 14 days uh, with Bryce Williams coming up in a moment. Patrick, uh, before we let you run, got Pirate Hoops coming up uh, against Florida on Thursday. Uh, what else is on your docket? 
yeah really just that um no women's game here till like monday yeah right? they don't play until the 18th so you got the weekend off i think so you know from covering live sports that's honestly rare i don't know when the last time that happened probably july <laughs> yeah all right well enjoy yeah enjoy some soup yeah that's right so you're looking up some new recipes right yep i'm gonna break one out this weekend what you going with i don't know i think i'm gonna try this cream of chicken thing i found i know okay. it's kind of basic but you know it's sometimes, a sometimes being a basic b is the best thing to do yeah that's what i always say <laughs> you always, <laughs> you always, always say if that. you know me that's what i say all right um let's do it right now let's open up the treasure chest mm. bryce are you in the giving mood of course they say it's better to give than receive who said that though ah. and did they ever really get anything good right because getting something good is awesome right so I'd rather win this stuff, but I am not eligible. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to give it to one of you. 317-1250. We'll go caller 12. You will win a prize out of the 2023 Pirate Radio Treasure Chest. Still some great prizes available for you. And if you are caller 12, you'll be a winner when we return. Patrick, thanks for hanging out. We'll have more with Bryce Williams when we return Pirate Radio Live and a winner after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Russell's in downtown Washington is the place to shop this holiday season, whether it's the great collection of men's suits and sport coats, the beautiful dresses and casual attire for women, or the new collection of Barbara outerwear for both men and women. Russell's has you covered. Russell's Clothing has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for over 40 years, and that adds up to a lot of Christmas smiles. And remember, Russell's signature gift wrap is beautiful and free. And also remember that they are open late on Thursdays till 7 p.m. right up until Christmas. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Bryce Williams hanging out. Got young Joey, got Shirley Rhodes. And we got a winner on the Pirate Radio Live line. Treasure chest opened up once again. We'll open it up Thursday, Friday, and we'll also have it open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. So still six chances to win. But uh, one person's about to win right now. Shirley, who is that person? That would be one Brooks Dixon. Oh, Brooks Dixon. Uh, how you doing, Brooks? I'm doing lovely. That's good to hear. Are you in the uh, fantasy playoffs? I am. Yep, I'm in your, I'm in your fantasy playoffs. Good. I, uh, I am in and... But you beat me this week, though. You beat me this past week. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, you play uh, the big dog, Glenn Griffin. So, uh, yep. Got some matchups coming up. I'm taking on an injured Steve Hill, who is uh, tuned in from the hospital right now after having spinal surgery, oh. back surgery. Um, all right, Brooks. Well, for people that don't know you, tell us about yourself. <laughs> Pirate fan, Greenville, love it. <laughs> Pirate uh, fan, Greenville, love it. Um, 
Were you a fan of Bryce Williams when he played? Yeah, man, he was a beast. Thank you. You better, you better pull me something good. Uh, I'm gonna do my best. Pressure is on. Feelers uh, out. Is on Bryce here. Brooks uh, saw the home schedule come out today. We know what we just went through with ECU football. What's your very early, way too early take on 2024 Pirate football? Do we see a turnaround next year? Uh, uh, well, if we don't win seven or eight games with that schedule, then the whole staff needs to be fired. Wow. So even a Hello. six and six, you're getting rid of them. Yep. Okay. Seven, eight, or bust, says uh, says Brooks. All right, uh, Brooks, we will run down the prizes we still have left here in the treasure chest. Shirley, will you help me uh, read those, please? Yeah, sure. All right, we got a pirate welcome sign and a $50 gift card from UBE. A $100 gift card to Chico's. A Bud Light umbrella, tailgate chair, Bud Light dartboard, two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Budweiser mirror, Bush Light neon, Bojangles hard sweet tea neon, two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. A $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. Twisted tea patio umbrella, cooler, and prizes packaged from the Boston Beer Company. And a $50 gift card to Aiden Golf and Country Club plus Farm Bureau golf swag from Brandon Manning. So that is what's left. Brooks, anything in particular you would like um i'll take whatever i won't be picky all right beggars can't be choosers uh joey could you run that in here please bryce please and uh we'll have bryce williams pick out the prize a lot of great stuff left thank you joey all right bryce reach on in there let's see what we got brooks dixon in the fantasy playoffs, and another one of his fantasies is about to come true. A winner Let's inside see. the treasure chest. I have got... Hey, what we got, Bryce? Hey. Brooks, you got a pirate welcome sign and $50 gift card from UBE. Nice. Well, I can always spend that. Yeah. As a pirate fan, there is plenty to choose from in UBE. Yes, yeah. sir. Nice. Awesome. Do you think Brooks wants this... Thing, piece of paper that says it ask him brooks do you want the paper that says oh the paper itself i don't think he wants that okay i don't think that's any good i thought you were gonna ask does he want the prize paper oh no uh, okay uh do you want this prize no nah, all right all right we'll throw the paper away okay. and we'll give you the prize brooks uh ellerby will get up with you and tell you how you can redeem your prize congratulations and thanks for tuning in man all right, man. Appreciate it. Thank y'all. Thank you, man. There is Brooks Dixon, winner of the UBE gift card, and that welcome sign is in the back, um, and it looks really cool. And it will be a great addition to a pirate fan's home. All right. Um, saw this, and man, I love this debate. I don't know if I've ever asked Bryce uh, his thoughts on it, and now I just lost it, so I got to find it wow. again. All right, so. NFL, this is from Ian Rappaport. NFL executive Troy Vincent says the league at a league meeting, among other things, they're taking a look at plays where a player fumbles through the end zone. He says, is it too punitive? Do we need to give them a chance again? Now, I, I love this debate. So, Bryce, this is the, the touchback rule. Players going in, fumbles, out of bounds, in the end zone. Other team gets the ball. Oh, look who's back. Look who's here. Oh, Raleigh. Look who's here. <laughs> Raleigh. What's hey, up, Ralph? Raleigh. Hey, it's just Raleigh here. How hey, you doing? Hey, Raleigh. Hey. 
All right, I want to I want to talk about this with the groups of you. Okay. Well, I'll uh, yes. Start with you, Bryce. How, so you, explain it. Like, all right, Bryce Williams catches the ball at the five. Yeah, he's going in. He's going in. Ball's knocked out, and he fumbles out of the end zone. It's a oh, touchback, oh, oh. and the other team gets the ball. Uh, it's been that way for a long time. Yeah. I have questioned the rule. I hate it. I said, why, if Bryce Williams has it punched out at the ten, does the team get to keep the ball? Right, like nothing happened. But he's at the one-yard line, and it gets knocked through the end zone. Now the other team gets the ball. Right. They didn't recover the oh, damn that ball. That's right. Now some people say you should. The, the rule should stay. You should lose the ball. I think you should keep the ball, but there should be – you can throw a penalty in there somewhere. Like a loss of down or something. Maybe go loss of down. Maybe put him back at the 20. I think put the – you know what? Before I cloud your judgment – <laughs> How do you feel about the rule, and now, should it be changed? Now, first, when you first, you know, stated that, I said, "Well, heck, why are we going to change the rule? You know, whatever, you know." But then you start things like, "Well, dang, that team drove all the way down, put all that work into it. Granted, yes, fumbles are part of the game. You're not supposed to fumble, sure, but s happens. So, I think it is a good idea to x nay the opposing team getting the ball. It's like, wait, they y'all, didn't y'all, recover. Y'all didn't recover the ball, you know. Um, so, I think probably. Maybe not give him the ball, like maybe where it, uh, where he fumbled, like say the one. Maybe do like the whole. Okay, well, go to the twenty, and you know, give it that go. Yeah. Um, that's probably my thoughts. So I'm okay. Let's get y'all's thoughts. Do you like it the way it is, or would you like to see it change? If it's a touchback, I say just say it's like second and goal at the two. Ball's fumbled out of the back of the end zone. All right, third down from the twenty-five. Third down from the twenty. No, that's just too much. I think I like I like the rule how it is. That's the most crucial place. You need to hold on to the ball. Hold on to the ball. Okay. Well, tag up, Joe. We'll tag up. Um, I like uh, I like the differing opinions. So yeah. I'm thinking either you put it at the twenty. It's just this wouldn't be fair, but say like first and goal at the twenty. But if it happened on a third down play. Maybe you should keep the down. Is that what you were saying, Chandler? Keep the down and put it back at the twenty or twenty-five. Well, I was saying lose the down, but I mean, I would. I uh, guess, uh, you lose the the down you just ran, and yeah. you go to the next down. But like, if it's fourth down and goal, then and, what do you do? Yeah, that's uh, the question. Then you give it then to the it, other team. Is it then it's a turnover on downs? Yeah, then maybe the, that. the team gets it at the 20, 20 yard line. You out of breath? Well, I can't breathe through my nose. So, <laughs> you run over here. <laughs> Actually, from Raleigh? <laughs> from Raleigh. From Raleigh. <laughs> nah, I got a little stoppy nose. Hey, me too. Don't worry. Yeah, a lot of... A lot of now I'm worried. I'm going to get uh, whatever you guys got. Um, How do y'all feel about the rule? David said that happened in U- against UNC in 01. Art Brown ran the kickoff back to the one, fumbled it out of the end zone. Uh, Joey's right. You can't fumble. Bryce understands. He's a football player. You 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 got to protect the football. Bryce definitely. Protect the rock. Um, but to make it that detrimental, that come on again, I always go back to the point of the other team didn't recover the ball, right? That's my biggest problem yeah. is that if they didn't have any possession of the football, what makes you think that they should have the football? Yeah, should there be a penalty when you fumble at the 50? Why is there no penalty? What's the uh, like? I don't know. I think I'm interested to see what they do. I know there's gonna be a lot of people upset about it, probably. Like, yeah. why are we changing it? 
i hope they don't change it to something worse than it is now yeah but i wouldn't mind i just think it makes common sense that the team shouldn't lose the ball for sure so, so there we go yeah all right good discussion what other rules okay. do we need changed in the nfl let's see I don't. I feel like, like there's be, a couple. I what's the o- o- overtime? The rule overtime again? rule. Okay. I do not like the overtime yeah. rule because isn't it like, first? Give another. Give the other team a chance to score. Yeah, to score. We I, saw that in the Bills Chiefs game. What a year or two ago. Oh, but you think if the team gets it and kicks a field goal, they should win? I, th- I mean, yeah. If the first team didn't get a point, uh, I like both teams having a chance to score a touchdown. Oh, hold on. how is it? Is it so? The, it, if you kick a field goal, the other team gets the chance to go down and match that. If they score a touchdown, the game's over. What I don't, yeah, right. So if the, if they say we get, you know, the Bills, whatever, get first possession, they score yeah. a touchdown, ball game. See, I don't like that. I wouldn't want the other team to get a chance. Like Josh Allen, hey, like just, Josh hey, Allen, and you just said if a field goal, I know. one field goal, you're done. <laughs> what? Maybe you misspoke the first. Yeah, time. I think like, I misspoke. I think each team should be able to. Match. Regardless, yeah, yeah be able okay. to match. The, the biggest thing I'm in that at. game was that it, it was such a back and forth game the whole game. And Pat Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey get the ball to start the overtime. They go down and score. Game's over. Yeah. People are sitting there thinking, all right, well, at least give Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs the same chance because they've been doing it all game. Argument it, being their defense could have held them to a field goal and, then, and they would have had a chance. And then if they go and score, tie the ball game up, then does it turn into college? What is the rules now? Is it two-point conversions only? I mean, what? I, mean, I don't know. that Pat McAfee idea on, from on, two years on. ago? All right, hold on. Before right, we get there, so Bryce, you do understand. So if the Bills kick a field goal, uh-huh. then the other team does get the ball. Uh, okay, and they get a chance to score. If they kick a field goal, then it's tied. In the regular season, time runs out. There's only ten minutes, which I don't like that. Uh-huh. So that's when we see ties in the playoffs. It would just keep going. Do you think that the NFL should uh-huh. do what college does and just start from the twenty-five and no? I kind of do. I know it's funky and it's not maybe real football, but it would be more fun. But both teams would get a shot. Both teams on the field, offense and defense on opposite side of the field, place the ball in the fifteen, and they just shoot out. Back I, I don't know about fifty. I, I wouldn't mind like forty. Because you got these kickers that can kick it from 60. Justin Tucker. So, or maybe yeah. even midfield. You get the ball at, the yeah. mid, at midfield yeah. and see what you can do. What were you going to say about Well, that McAfee? one, yeah. It was uh, if he puts the ball on the 15 of each side of the field, both offenses and defense are on opposite sides of the field, and it's just a shootout. You know, like sudden death. Do you only get one play each time? Uh, yeah, you only get one play. Each time. Ooh, one play from the fifteen. Uh, and then just like from a fan's perspective, you're watching both offenses and defense just waiting to see each other what's about to happen. And you, yeah, that you got be- the other guys at the other end of the field. Well, if there's a fumble and they got to run into the other opposing team, <laughs> <laughs> they run it. Back. Get off the field! Get off the field! Get off the field! Yeah. Okay, in that case, I think it's more of like a balls dead situation. You know, like right. Nah, nah. The defense runs down the field. Their offense gets to block the oh, other team. Yeah. Wait, then you got because then you got a defense trying 40, to tackle defensively. Forty-four oh. people out there. <laughs> I think it should be like penalty kicks, like have the kicker and then a return. I don't know. Just have one on one and see who can stop whoever. A kicker and a returner. I think I like the returner's chance. Right, I understand. I I meant to say, like, maybe get your two best athletes and just go one-on-one, like Oklahoma style. Oh, do Oklahoma. (laughs) Do Oklahoma from, like, the 10-yard line. The Oklahoma drill to win it all. Uh, Chad says, do, like, the XFL, roll the ball, see who gets it. I I feel like we had some good ideas here today. 
and we're going to fix uh, fix football. Another rule change, yep. they got to be less uh, soft on these quarterbacks. That's, I agree. Mine was going to oh, be the God. whole laying on the quarterback thing. The, that the, shouldn't be a The rough in the passer call over the years has turned into an absolute joke. Because yeah. not even just like the, the weight on the quarterback, that's awful in itself. But like just even just touching the quarterback sometimes, hitting him on the shoulder pad as yeah. soon as he lets go of the ball. Well, what We've have seen we, that happen. What have we seen this year? All these quarterbacks are getting hurt despite all these rules being put in to protect them. It's not going to work. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So take these rules away. You're gonna have the same amount of guys hurt, you know. Do you think we, the targeting call is getting a little too yes. sensitive? Like running backs, they can lower their shoulder now. They get trigger happy to to call it, and then yeah. then that causes a delay into the review. What's well, the right? Like, are we talking more college here, or just because we don't see it a ton in the NFL? But like in college, it's I like it the way it is now because they can review it and say it's not targeting because. They do get trigger happy. That's for dang sure. As far as throwing the flag, I mean, if there's like, a hard hit, there's going to be a flag probably 85 percent. Right, time. but it's like dang, I'm like I feel like a target is pretty. You can, if it's an actual target, and like you'd be able to tell, like yeah, most definitely. But now they just throw it every dang time there's a big hit, and it gets a little frustrating. I agree, and it it does break up the game. But again, I do like that they actually take a look at them and they can say we were wrong. Right. And, and, you know, not eject the player. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't love ejections, but then again, we've seen some that you, you just can't. I, I still can't believe we see these guys launch after they know they're going to get tossed. Like the accidental yeah. I ones, think it's I feel bad for the player. No, no, not. I'm saying the ones that are blatant. Blatant. Yeah. Those that where you leave your feet and you even got your arms down. You're like a torpedo. Yeah. You're like we a, still yeah. see a few of those yeah. a year, which baffles me. Like, yeah. how are they still doing this? The ones where a player's coming in, offensive player lowers his head. Those yeah. just happen. Those are accidents. Like, I understand. And that. to be fined forty six grand for something like that is ridiculous. Finding guys for celebrating too is really lame, in my opinion. They, they do that. Here's a, that's a hot if topic. If you throw though. a flag, okay, whatever. But define a guy. You can't pr- do you use think, props or whatever. Do you think the defensive celebrations are a bit too much? How the whole defense goes to the other side of the team? And I don't they get a pick? I, there's already my, a timeout on the field anyway. Here's my thing. If yeah. I, as a fan and I'm watching it, if that's my team, while they're doing that, I'm yeah, celebrating. I'm if that's my team, while the other team's doing that, I'm like walking around cussing. I don't care. Uh, whatever. Yeah, they, they can do whatever. I saw a question on Twitter that said, "Like, what's the most cringe celebration in football?" And someone said, "It's the where like you get a fumble or a, a pick, and the whole defense goes to the other end of the end zone, and they take, and they pose for a picture." That's kind of like, that's, the, that's I mean, the most common celebration. It's kind of lame, but I don't care. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. The one, the cringe one to me is when they do this uh, thing on the mustard. The uh, wipe his nose. Wipe the nose, like. It, it, when everybody's doing the same thing, it's lame. Uh-huh. Do your own thing. Come up with something new. Or do what did you do, Bryce? Did you ever like signal first down? Did you ever do I anything? I never did that. I he can't dag them first you, down. You hate that? I hate when they signal first down. You make a seven yard catch for a first down. You got. Oh my God! Blame me. Don't get me started on them. Dumb you never planned ass. one God, the celebration. The funniest thing is when no. What I about ne- a touchdown? I never like planned to sit. No, I you never, just kind of like I got did excited, the jump I celebration with your team. Yeah. That was it. But these whole choreographed, like NFL, whatever. But 
I can't stand it when the quarterback, uh, like a receiver or running back, makes a, like I said, a six yard run for a first down. You got to celebrate. Yipty doo da day. (laughs) I was watching, I watched the documentary. Documentary. (laughs) Documentary? Documentary on uh, Barry Sanders last night. Oh, yeah. And I loved watching him, I think, you know, when I was little. He never talked. He never talked. He just handed the the ball to the ref, act like you've been there before. Yada, yada, yada. You know, I get excel- you know, celebrating over a touchdown, but, God, this whole first down stuff aggravates the crap out of me. Yeah. I mean, I like to see the guys have fun, but it, it does go overboard. And really, yeah. it just makes you look like a moron. I like when the guys catch it for nine, get up first down, and then a second and one. That's what I'm saying. I was just <laughs> right. about to say, when they I point for a that, first yeah. down, and they didn't even get it. And the funniest thing on the defensive side of the ball is when the ball's overthrown by – 10 yards and oh, they're like no, no fly zone seatbelt <laughs> they're like, <laughs> yeah. like seatbelt baby oh is that the dumb thing they're doing now seatbelt yeah strap Jeez, them up. Strap that's up. terrible I mean again when everybody's doing the same thing it's yeah. not cool like I don't know but who am I to say what's cool and not cool look at me well, you're a 41 cool. year old man that can has his opinion I think I'm 42 now 42 yeah so I turned Jackie 42 that's right Let's take a break. Can you take us to break? Chana, do you know? I know you're in Raleigh, but you just can you take us to break. How about a little Green Day, boys? A little Billy Joe Armstrong. Uh, Bryce, do you know what the name of this album was? Dookie. Really? Yep, that's fun. That's interesting. <laughs> Steve says Marvin Harrison always did it classy after a touchdown. Yeah, but didn't he also kill a guy? <laughs> Google it up. We're back after this. Sometimes I give myself a crease. Sometimes I mind play tricks on me. They all keep saying. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs so you don't miss any of the games. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly Jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Talked earlier with Bryce Williams about... Uh, his buddy was he on staff Trip Weaver when you were here mm, he yeah was, he was uh, GA uh, GA I think yeah he is heading to Austin P as the defensive coordinator we'll talk to one of your former coaches on the show tomorrow Bryce who's that take a guess Trip no uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick DK yeah Donnie K baby well we'll talk about his career we'll talk about the bad year they had last year and what he what's his next move is he really gonna fade off into the sunset i wonder if he is i don't know i feel like he won't but i don't know was he 60 something 
He's uh, he's up there. He's an older gentleman. I feel like he won't, but I don't know. If the wife's ready to settle down, maybe right. he will. Yeah. Uh, Shirley, can we do a 40 bowls in 14 days? Oh, God. We need Bryce to make another pick. <laughs> I reckon what Bryce. What did Mama say? Is my question. I can't wait to see. Bryce has got to hear the country version. I mean, what did Mama 40 say? 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 <laughs> days. 14 days. Then I'm going to ask you, what did Papa say? 40 bowls in 14 no. days. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 days. Everybody. 14 days. Put on your cowboy hat. 40 bowls in 14 days. Your best 14. pair of Wranglers. There it is. Tell it to right there, baby. This one goes out to... Come on. All the mamas and papas. Oh. 40 bows in 14 days. Uh, yep. 40 bows in 14 days. Sing it with me. Mama said 40 bows. What did Papa say? Papa said 14 days. Mama said 40 bows. Papa said what? Papa said 14 days. 40 bows. 14 days. 40 bows. In a 14 days. I said 40 bows. In a 14 days. Oh, yeah. Golly, Papa Top. <laughs> Papa Top. Papa Top, right now. Bryce, let's go to Jacksonville, Florida. Jville, <coughs> J Actionville, Clemson uh, and Kentucky. The Gator Bowl. The old Gator Bowl. Tigers and Wildcats. You never want to put them together in the same room. Nah, in the same fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> Friday, December 29th at noon. Noon. Clemson, Kentucky. Who you got? You know, it's this old Riley. Is that Clemson? Garrett Riley. Oh, okay. Former ECGA. Garrett Riley. Um, I'm going to go Clamp Sand. He was uh, on the staff. He was. What he, was his position? Offensive coordinator. No. Oh, at EC? At EC, I think. Can you a, let Bryce answer the question I'm he was asking? A GA. I think. Shut up. All right. No, I'm not. He was a GA. <laughs> I think he was a GA. Hey, Cliff, I think he was a GA. <laughs> okay. Thank you. What Bryce. position? I think. Hmm. The receiver. He was outside receivers with. Nickel, I think. You don't know that one. You didn't know that? Yeah, why don't you tell us I mean, there? He's a GA. <laughs> oh, or he was right. a GA. I got you. <coughs> Sky's blue. Yep. Was he one of the guys that uh, wouldn't let you play on the team, Chandler? No, he wasn't a part of that staff. What coach told you to hit the bricks? Shannon Moore. Oh, man. Daggum. He told you to hit the bricks. He said, go on to that old radio station down the street and have a good old time. Because <laughs> you, you don't belong on this football field. <laughs> and I said, damn. Well, And thanks. I said, screw you. <laughs> thanks for the encouragement, coach. Yeah. You said, uh, coach, are you sure? Did you I see said, this? Coach, did you not see the pearls that I threw out there? I got that email, by the way, that I didn't make the team sitting in that room right over there. Uh can you read it for Pearls. us? Pearls. Oh, it's somewhere in my emails. Emails, man. <laughs> <laughs> got an old email saying, hey, man, we've already got 10 long snappers on the team, man. We don't want 11. God, this would have been a good year for you. They've had two long snappers already leave. Yeah. This could have I been know. your... your uh, you think you still got it? Dude, do it. Hey, I? what happened to this whole snapping challenge we told Chandler about? Remember? Oh. We were going to do like that snapping challenge... 
I don't like know. Like a trick man. shot thing. I can do it. And I hate, it's one of my pet peeves, like talking about one of those things and then not coming through with it. So We need to do like a Christmas, I mean something. If okay. Merry Christmas. Taylor can snap the ball in the stock. I don't know. Y'all, you are the creative minds. Here. That's a good idea. Oh, you know, what's like, that? You wanted a football for Christmas? Slap right there in the box. Right like off. Down the hall. Right off Tommy's face. Little Tommy. Just the thought. Uh, yeah. And good then idea. Joey can run his 40 under five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you remember that. Because Joey has deceptive speed. Yeah, deceptive. <laughs> you know, I ran that, a five flat one time at So much, I went straight to the treadmill. I was like, I'm going to run some. Uh, a little bit and you know what you just straight up sprint on the treadmill I was I was going crazy on the treadmill <laughs> give people me over two there. weeks hey bro but I thought he said now oh, they, they did, did. He he did. did. people yeah. are like over there he just like jogging alright alright all right, all right. well when's the next time trust on the show? me he ain't gonna practice for it he's gonna go go home and eat fun we'll give you 10 minutes to warm <laughs> up funnies. people are over there just jogging on the treadmill he's over there just full speed he's doing intervals everything 10 on 10 off 30 off 10 on 30 off yeah uh let's take our last break we'll come back we'll wrap it up with old bryce mama said 40 bones joe's yes. definitely got a headband on the treadmill papa said 14 days headband <laughs> oh yeah headband or sweatband your hair would look great in the 40 you know how every year mm, now they golly. do the like the face oh, yeah. they do the face pictures of people like with their faces like running the 40 yours would look great with your hair flowing in the back oh yeah all them ringlets Ringlet. This guy is good looking. <laughs> Golly, this guy is good looking. Take a break, come back, wrap it up after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was another good day for the stock market. The Dow finished up 512 points at 37,090. The NASDAQ was up 200 at 14,733. The S&P was also up 63 points, finished the day at 4,707. That's your Wells Fargo Advisor Stock Market Report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. Just really crank it down. (laughs) There you go. Exactly. Just crank it down. Bryce, always enjoy it when you're here. Yep. You bring the uh, the Christmas spirit year-round, I would say. You're like a big Thanks. old elf. I'm my buddy. You are. And uh, we'll talk to you next week one more time before we get out of here for our Christmas break. Sean, good to see you. Thanks, Sean. I'll miss you next year, but that's good to see you. <laughs> Shirley, you can come to Raleigh anytime you want to. We'll see you fine, uh, folks. Joey, what, what's your schedule like? How many more days are you here? I'll be here Friday, and then I think that's it. All right. So you'll be here for picks this Friday? Yeah. Good deal. We'll see you folks Thursday, 3 o'clock, all new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Donnie Kirkpatrick will join us on the show. Also, our watch party coming up Thursday night, 7 o'clock for ECU and Florida. Have a great evening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.